0: Too. What's up, besties? Welcome back to another episode of IEM Besties We missed you guys so um, Yes, did. I'm so sorry that we didn't put an episode out last week But I am Stephanie Ramirez I'm Vanessa Casares
1: My name is Saul Gomez I am uh, the producer, creator, janitor, CEO Yes,
0: <laughs> butler <laughs> of the show, of
1: this show. Uh, I'm <laughs> out here because I have we have an announcement But before we get to that announcement, I kind of want to so you, I kind of want to let you guys know what this whole thing that we're building is. Because it's not just a YouTube channel. It's not just a TikTok. It's, I see this going long term. So this is kind of what I'm doing. So I'm building an entertainment company. So it's not just like, oh, we're like friends having fun doing a YouTube channel, which is going to end in like a, a year or two, right? And like, I see this like long term. I see this like up in like, like long term, long term, like if I'm being serious, I see this like fucking dreamworks area. Like that's where I that's where I'm seeing it. Like oh, I'm seeing it nice. huge. So, uh with that perspective, I see this as a company and nothing here is personal. So, uh with that in mind, uh we have a show you guys probably know it's called IE and Friends. That's kind of how this whole thing started and I start I wanted to do an entertainment company because growing up, I didn't really see like Latinos in the main roles that I wanted to I didn't see any like hero Latinos I didn't see any just main character Latinos that I can relate to it was always like just like the the sides the cholos, the gangsters, the robbers and all that stuff, the, the cartels mijos and
0: mija. Yeah, exactly.
1: The cartels and all that stuff. And I didn't like that. And so I was like, I wanted to do something about it. So I wanted to become an actor and like make do a change for that. Right. So I started pursuing acting and the only roles I was landing were those exact things. I was mm-hmm. like robbers, cartel mm-hmm. members, gangsters, cholos. And I was like, bro, I hate this. Like this sucks. And like I do, I write, I write short films, I write scripts and I was like, why not just do my own shit and start my own thing, get a team together and do this, right? So that's kind of where my whole YouTube channel started doing. Like I started pursuing that. And then the podcast came along and the podcast was honestly really random. I didn't see this as like a, I never believed in podcasts, but I was like, fuck it. Let's have fun. <laughs> yeah, let's have fun with it. So we, uh, we ended up creating IE and Friends and that did really good. To the point where people wanted a spin-off they wanted like oh we want to get a girl's perspective uh-huh. and i was like all right let me start a girl's show and that's where i and besties came along so with i am besties now to to do a show with girls i had to get the right girls for the show so the first one in mind was vanessa she i've known her since like 2016 mm-hmm. and every time i don't know if you remember this stuff but these always stuck to my these always stuck with me every time we'll get like super drunk she'll get like into like deep we'll get into deep conversations yeah. like it was just super deep and i was like damn like this girl she'd be thinking she like, got something going on so i was like okay so for sure when i was thinking of the show first one of mine was vanessa second one the first, uh, second mind was Stephanie. So, Stephanie, I haven't known her for that long, but the time that I did know her, I felt like I've known her for a long time. Mm-hmm. And she leaves that impression with a lot of people. A lot of people tell me the same thing like, bro, when I talk to uh, Stephanie, it feels like, i've known her like you make a lot of people feel comfortable and you're very passionate about your topics Mm -hmm. and that's what you really need in a podcast like Mm -hmm. you need someone that like stands their ground and i really believe you stand your ground so i was like stephanie is a great one and now for the third one so my my other thing in like this whole entertainment business i'm building is i want to help the ie so the ie is uh it's called it's inland empire There's a stigma with the IE that nothing good comes out of the IE. It's always like LA versus IE. So whenever I see people building and trying to do something for themselves in the IE, I 100% support it. Mm -hmm. And then so that's where Michelle came along. Michelle, I've known Michelle before her like little TikTok fame. So I saw when I was doing the podcast, I saw her like TikTok blowing up. And I was like, yo, that's sick as fuck. Let me uh, let me just help you. And let's let's do like this whole let me just help everyone out. Right. So I got her on our show. Uh, I loved her personality and her perspective and things. So I was like, perfect. Let's do it. So after that, when I was looking for a third co-host, I was like, Michelle's Michelle's from the IE. She's uh, she's really into social social media. So this, she would also be a great fit. So now, so now I got the three set together and that kind of goes to the question everyone's been asking, like, are you guys best friends, best friends? Yeah. which uh, I brought them together like a like little puzzle pieces. We
2: met once.
1: Yeah. We met once before filming. Before filming. Yeah. 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 They, Vanessa and Stephanie kind of knew of each we, other.
2: But we, were yeah. close. we, we were, weren't close. We weren't close, but
0: like. Just high by friends. Yeah. 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 But I mean, when we talked, it wasn't like. No, it wasn't weird. It was Weird cool, or anything. But yeah, like, yeah. It was,
1: yeah. Exactly, and then so with uh, Michelle She was, uh, Michelle didn't know them at all Like yeah. she she came in Hats off to Michelle, she was killing it Everyone yeah. did their everything everything. Everyone did what they had to do And mm-hmm. it, was, it was amazing, they all killed it But then like as the episodes go on That's when Because I'm thinking as a creator And producer, director I'm also paying attention to What's working and what's not working What we can fix, how can we fix them What can we change and stuff so as we were as we were filming and as we were doing all the episodes week after week, I was noticing Michelle was kind of holding back more and she wouldn't speak on certain topics and I just like we did bring it up to her attention before like we told her and then so we we started we worked with it but then I still noticed like it was just she has a lot to say but she's holding it back and i was like man like i really just wish you can just do it Mm -hmm. but there's just like personal stuff that's going on that just doesn't allow her to express her full feelings and And when it comes to a podcast like you have to be like you have to you can't like hold back because then people notice it yeah Yeah. and then people do notice it people are like oh michelle looks like you guys aren't letting michelle speak
2: and we and i do want to say that i'm very well aware that we did interrupt her a lot like Mm -hmm. i do want to say like We tried working on that, but like, I think at the end of the day, my, our personalities are just more abrupt and more loud and we just, you know, that's just how we come off and it was never intentional to interrupt her and it was hard to always look back and be like, damn, I did that. Like, you know, like I felt really bad. Um, but we brought it to her attention. You know, we let her know like if it's something that bothered you, you know, multiple let us times know. too. It wasn't just the one yeah. time where we were late. Like, yeah, you no, know, yeah. like
0: the we said it one time, and it was like few times where we were like, okay, like let's yeah. try to top, work top, on it again. Yeah,
2: exactly. And um, she never brought it to attention. Just that one time that she opened up and said, you know, mm-hmm. it didn't bother her and it upset mm-hmm. her. And we, like I said, we try to work with it moving forward, but we can't force her, you know, to speak or force her to. Um, be open with us yeah. about what she feels. So it just kinda kept getting in the way. So that yeah. was hard.
1: And I think that's also the hard part about being strangers coming in together. Yeah. Because like when you're a friend, like you'll easily, easily. interrupt your friend. Like yeah. you're like ah, da, 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 yeah. da, da, da. Yeah. so it's kinda harder when you guys don't really have that like
2: bond. That bond yeah. where yeah. you
1: can feel comfortable with just cutting each yeah. other off. Yeah. And like without any repercussion, right? Yeah. So it was kind of that and like and there's nothing literally nothing wrong with michelle like no, nothing no. it just like the the hard part about the industry in the entertainment industry like sometimes it's just not the right fit mm-hmm. and that has nothing to do with you at all yeah there's many auditions i've gone to that i didn't get the part like i literally i remember this one time i had i went to i went to go audition for a movie for on netflix and i became really really close with the casting director and the director i did four auditions with them and every time i went I think there's two auditions where I didn't even audition. I was just there talking to them, or we we're just having fun time. And I was like, yo, like, I'm gonna get this part. Like, they really mm-hmm. fuck with me. It's, it's gonna be dope. But then, like on the personal level, they fucked with me. On the business level, I just wasn't the right fit for them. For the like, point. they wanted someone who was like 6'2. <laughs>
0: and he pissed me like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> so buddy. Was, yeah, so I was like,
1: <laughs> so they told me that. They're like, they, I, they, I feel really bad, but you're just not the right fit for this. And I'm like, no worries. Like, I know how it is. It's cool. But I still kept that connection with them. And now they're going to... Well, after the film they're doing now, they want to do another film in Mexico. And they want to have me for that role. Mm. And that's because, like, I just... I I took away the personal and I just kept it all business. So with this, uh, with Michelle, it's all business. Like, I still uh, would love to work with her in the future. Like, she has a lot to offer. But I just think this, her position in the podcast her talents weren't shining as much mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. of just like the personalities she was up against if you know mm-hmm. if that makes sense yeah so michelle was a little bit more on the reserve side and the main thing is that her content which is perfect 100 percent fine uh family friendly so our the podcast as you guys can tell like our podcast is not family friendly <laughs> like we'd be saying some shit and uh so that was kind of one thing that made me feel bad i was like I feel like I'm forcing Michelle to talk about things she's not comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like especially speaking to a large audience like yeah. this mm-hmm. and she has to like, not that she has to, but we're kind of like pushing these topics yeah, of like right. sex and personal stuff and stuff like yeah. that. And that anyone, not everyone feels comfortable with that. Yeah. And then like, it's like, it's fine. But that's kind of where I saw the show heading. I saw the show with like more like of those topics where like, it's okay to talk about these things and kind of for the girls to like, yeah, and for the girls to kind like, of not let these, not let it let little girls feel alone. Cause I know you guys mentioned some things like, oh, I wish more people speak Talk about, about periods and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. So I kind of, that's where I wanted the, um, I wanted to kind of normalize like sex not not normalized sex that sounds weird you No, but it's saying? true because yeah.
0: I feel like if you're even just personality wise like how we're just kind of very abrupt uh-huh. it's not like we may come off as like bitchy to some people but obviously if you don't really know us you're not really gonna yeah. understand yeah. that that's just like even the other day like um, I, I literally asked my uncle like where's my dad and uh-huh. he's like don't yell he's sleeping <laughs> and I literally I was like I'm not yelling this is just how I talk yeah, yeah. you know yeah, so that can yeah. come across like whoa you yeah. know and yeah. especially if she doesn't feel like she has the space to speak mm-hmm. yeah. then we're just speaking so much because that's just how we are like yeah, we yeah. can't come off as like oh you're not letting michelle talk yeah, but that yeah. was never the intention yeah. and then
1: yeah. like it will like because of that that would kind of lessen your like what you bring to the table you don't because i want everyone to give 100 yeah. percent. so if you kind of have to accommodate you're not giving 100 percent with the accommodations right, yeah. so i noticed I, I noticed all the accommodations I, I noticed like the levels moving up and down mm-hmm. where i want everyone to give 100 percent. And time. yeah, and then but with Michelle, she is family friendly. And like I did feel really bad, like of her saying all these things of like her she wasn't really feeling comfortable with. So I brought it to her attention. I was like, hey, I, I there's I told her, I was like, listen, and this is finally I'm gonna say it officially. Uh Michelle is no longer on the podcast. And I told her it's nothing personal, it's a hundred percent like just business related. Like I'm looking, I wanna take the show to a different direction. And you would do you would do amazing, like, on a family-friendly show type thing. Mm-hmm. Like, you can have your own podcast. I like, can even help you set that stuff up. Mm-hmm. But just on this show, it's just not working out. And there's mm-hmm. nothing. Yeah. No, you did nothing wrong. That's yeah. the thing. Like, nothing yeah. wrong. It's just the show wasn't the right fit. Yeah. So um, that's kind of where it led to. So um, I really do wish her the best. I would yeah. still love to work with her. Like, that's yeah. kind of... Like my whole thing is the IE. Like I want to help the IE grow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's not just this show. Like I'm not just yeah. doing this show. Yeah. I'm doing more shows in the future yeah. and I definitely want to help the community grow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um
3: And
2: I would sorry to, I don't I don't go for it. And I would like to say like even though obviously him as a producer, CEO and owner of everything, is looking at it from a business perspective and we can understand that part for us like we all love doing this show like Mm -hmm. we wouldn't be doing it if we didn't care if we didn't feel a connection for you guys like for us like this is like you know this is like part of our lives now like Mm -hmm. you guys are family like we really appreciate all of you guys for watching and supporting us and all we want to do is give you guys the best you know we want us whoever's on we want us all to give our best to you guys always and so i just want to say that like don't think that this is just like business for us like no like this is literally like we love you guys like we love doing the show we have so much fun and we just want to bring you guys the best possible content yeah
0: always and it's like you said like we just like I feel like being as open as you possibly can on a podcast Mm -hmm. just shows like, vulnerability. Yeah, the genuineness too. I don't think I can be like you can't be genuine if you're not really one hundred percent speaking like your truth about whatever topic is yeah. being talked about. And mm-hmm. I feel like that's really, really important yeah. to be able to, you know, like I said, yeah. like have a space where you feel even comfortable just yeah. being able to talk about it. Obviously it's hard because you know a lot of people are watching. Yeah. yeah. But it's, I mean yeah. that's I feel that, like that's, that's the, the best way to show genuinity. Yeah. Like yeah. if you yeah. kind of show it to everyone and it's like, okay, hey, this is who I am mm-hmm. and this is what I think about it. And you know i'm not for everyone and everyone's not for me yeah, yeah, yeah. that too so i feel like that's important too to like kind of think about and i it's easy to take things personal because mm-hmm. yeah, you definitely. know yeah it's just like an ego thing yeah, like yeah. oh we were, what am i doing like yeah. why why is this happening to yeah. me, to me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. exactly but at the end of the day you know like the world's one thing it's like you said the other day like one thing happened to me and the world's not gonna stop for me yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. gonna stop for anyone yeah, yeah. I so i
1: guess yeah, a huge yeah. thing so that is the news, the big announcement. The
0: big announcement.
1: So, uh, no, yeah, we definitely wish Michelle well. Still love to work with her. Hope to see her on more shows on the future. Uh, I know a lot of you, some of you might be like upset. Yeah. Uh, your feelings are 100% is valid. That valid? Yeah. They're, they're valid. Like, I understand. Yeah. Michelle gave her time, her effort, her work into this podcast. So, I am 100% appreciative of that. Yeah, and, yeah super uh, grateful. Yeah, and will not be unnoticed. So, very thank you. Thank you very much, Michelle. Yeah. And uh, I really hope you guys uh, continue rocking with us yeah. and I hope you guys see my perspective because yeah. don't think this was easy for me to do. Yeah, like no. this shit was tough. Like this is my first, like, because I see like this literally I'm building a company and these are one of the things I have to face. But I don't want to say like, oh, I let her go off the podcast or no. I don't want to say like, oh, I let her go off the network because she's still part of the network. I still want to work with her in the network. Mm-hmm. But in the show, she's just not in the show anymore. Mm-hmm. So um, that's, that's the news. Uh, so from now on, it will just be uh, Vanessa and Stephanie. Uh, we haven't thought about a third co host yet. Uh, we, we'll see. We'll just run with it, we'll mm-hmm. see how it yeah. goes. And uh yeah so that's that's the news. Yeah. It was very hard honestly, yeah. bro. We were all super anxious coming to yeah. this. Yeah. It's, but it's, uh,
2: uh just like I know cuz I know like uh, people um loved watching her. So yeah. I know a lot. You know, obviously we would read the comments mm-hmm. and we know we see a lot of comments, you know, hear from Michelle only yeah, and things yeah. like that. So like <laughs> obviously you know we we understand like if you guys are upset and we yeah, feel yeah, really yeah. bad and if at the end of the day you guys don't want to watch the show anymore, like we completely understand, but you know we hope at the end of the day whoever sticks with us, keeps rocking with us. And- and so at the end of the day, we do love doing this for you guys, and we do hope to bring you guys good content. So oh, yeah. I hope you guys will stick around to see what's gonna come. Yeah. And um, we just love you Got guys. a lot
0: of good stuff planning for you guys. Yes.
2: Oh, yeah. yes. We're a excited. Lot of coming. And so. yeah. Before we continue, y'all, we have to bring you this quick shout out from our sponsors at <sighs> Manscaped. Yeah. So, ladies, have you started spring cleaning yet? The carpets need cleaning, the drapes need dusting, and you and your man's lawn needs mowing. Mm-hmm. Spring has sprung, and the global leaders in below-the-waist grooming have the best tools for cleaning aisle five in your pants. Join <laughs> the other formula individuals worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code BESTIES.
0: Honestly, I have been getting some really fun packages from Manscaped, and I love love them. I was actually just charging my little lawnmower in the morning, and I mean, I'm not going to say I'm going to use it tonight, but we (gasps) don't know, we don't know. Because I low-key need that shit. It is spring. And you know, like, in the winter, you don't really shave. You know, it gets cold. You got to be warm down there. But now spring has sprung. Mm -hmm. And sun's out, buns out. Yeah, And I need it. Did you, go, did you go
2: through it to where it's like, damn, you wanted to gift them but at the same time? You're like, no, never mind. Like, I just got to keep these. Like, yes, I can't because uh-huh. I'm like, I want
0: other people to use it, but I also really love it. So I don't yeah. want to give it to anyone no, else. Literally, I literally. love that shit. <laughs> love it. Manscaped has a full package your household needs for spring cleaning this year. The performance package 4.0 is the only tool you need to keep the lawn smooth and smelling frickin' fresh. <laughs> to start off your spring cleaning, use the Manscaped Lawn Mower 4.0 Trimmer to get the most precise shave to keep both your hedges eh, clean and smooth. Did we mention it's waterproof as well? No need to worry about watering your grass with this tool, equipped with a lead light so you know exactly what you're doing down there because sometimes I be nipping that shit. Yeah, yeah. This tool is so good, you'll want to buy yourself one after you see how smooth he is down there.
2: Help him smell the roses with the weed Whacker, this nose and ear hair trimmer provide proprietary skin safe technology which helps prevent nicks snags and tugs in those delicate holes after clearing his nose he'll want to get rid of the foul smell with the crop preserver and crop reviver but if he's been using those it shouldn't smell like that The Crop Reserver This is an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer The Crop Reviver is a spray-on toner for your balls These formulations seriously will leave him smelling like fresh flowers Finish off his grooming routine with the Plow 2.0 The perfect razor for the finest shave on his face This razor seriously is a game changer on your legs You'll have to buy enough for both of you And honestly, yeah, I I stand by that I've already used it and it's fucking amazing I'm never (laughs) going back The start of spring also marks the start of Testicular Cancer Awareness Month in April. Manscaped has partnered with Testicular Cancer Society to bring awareness to testicular cancer, men's health, and early cancer detection. Manscaped is committed to raising awareness for the most common form of cancer in men aged 15 through 35 and giving support for fighters, survivors, and families impacted by testicular cancer as part of their We Save Balls initiative. Have him smell oh so fresh and so clean this spring with the shave you want for the both of you. So,
0: besties, y'all already know what y'all gotta do. What they gotta do, Steph? They get, if they do what they gotta do, they get 20% off plus free shipping with the code yeah. besties at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free, F-R-E-E, shipping with the code besties at manscaped.com. Out with the old grooming habits and in with the new... Manscaped. Come on, baby. What more do you want? Yes. So please, besties, supporters. If you guys
2: know, y'all need that. Go 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 go, get it. What better than 20% off and free shipping? These products work fucking amazing. Honestly, like, I love them. The men in my family love them. I know Steph is already using them. So, like, we all use them, and they're so fucking good. Yeah. I don't know why men's products always work better, at least personally. Like, the women products I've tried using I feel like they just don't work as good as the men's products. yeah I, I don't know why it's made like that but at least we got you guys with this yes. code so y'all know what to
0: do check it out besties they are here for you yes and now we return to your regu- regular re- scheduled programming <laughs>
1: stay tuned for that stay
0: tuned guys i'm about to slap the shit out of someone like will (laughs) (laughs) like will Uh like will dude do you guys see all the repercussions he's getting though
1: yeah i'm still not like so what team are you guys on team will or team uh chris rock
0: (sighs) i'm gonna get hate but i'm team chris i am are
1: you what are you on
0: um,
2: I, yeah, I don't think that Will should have slapped him like that. Like, I understand, like, why he got upset, you know, yeah. his wife and everything. But the little part that caught me off guard was that he laughed at first. It yeah, seemed you know, yeah. like, what I saw is, like, he thought it was funny, and then it wasn't until he looked over at Jada and saw that she got upset yeah. that he was like, oh, Well, I gotta let prove me. something. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's kind of, like, the vibe I got, you know, and, like, I wish... And, like, I get it, like, Will said, like, in the industry, you know, you just have to learn to take it. Everyone has access to just clown on you and talk about mm-hmm. you. So, like, yeah. I, I understand that perspective, but the you know assault itself like that itself like was unacceptable if he felt some type of way he could have talked about it
0: afterwards or Or decked him after decked
1: him after yeah exactly you know what what i mean i'm also team chris rock and it's just like bro like i I tell everyone i'm telling this to everyone if i take my wife to a comedy show (laughs) i can't get mad if someone roasts her. but if i'm with my wife at a date And someone roasts her, then I'm gonna sock the dude out. Yeah, like it's you know what you're walking into. Like you're at the Grammys and everyone's getting roasted.
0: It was the Oscars, but it was the Oscars.
1: (laughs) Yeah, the Oscars. (laughs) Somebody
2: mentioned that I guess in the past Oscars he clowned on her on. Yeah, that's what I heard
1: too. I mean, they clown on everyone. Yeah,
0: I just think like I saw this video I think like two days ago, and they were just talking about how she has just completely emasculated him. Oh yeah, and to the point where like he thought it was funny, but then he looks at her and she's like, "What the fuck are you laughing at?" And he's like, "Oh shit! Like now I gotta do something to pro- like because obviously she's upset, and I, that makes me sad because I'm like because I feel like obviously women can be toxic too, you know? Mm. Like she's obviously has such a hold on him where like he can't even enjoy this joke. Enjoy, yeah, that is re- it. Really was not that bad. It like, wasn't a bad joke. It was not a bad joke.
1: <laughs> a, a defense thing people are saying like, "Oh, it's because he's making fun of like her disease." Oh yeah. That's- but, like, the thing is, like, not. yeah, she, so she's gone on record before of saying she doesn't care what people think. And also, like, comedians, I don't even think Chris Rock knew about this disease, you know? Like, I don't think she, like, he knew that this is what she was going for. Like, this.
0: Yeah, like, he's not gonna keep track, yeah, right, he's or, not keeping right, track everyone's of everyone's fucking medical yeah, exactly. problems. So,
1: comedians just make, when, comedians make jokes they don't do it to attack yeah. they do it to bring light to a dark situation mm-hmm. yeah. so i i definitely believe that yeah. uh will smith was in the wrong yeah. but maybe he wasn't in the wrong he's just being manipulated by his toxic as well
0: maybe but i also think it depends what's like like if you have a dark sense of humor, you probably yeah. won't think it's that bad. Yeah, but if exactly. you know you're more sensitive, you're probably going to be like yeah, that's fucking that's rude. Fucking like, yeah. yeah.
2: I get both perspectives, but when it comes just down to like him hitting him, I don't agree with that. I don't yeah. think he should have hit him.
1: She, he was just trying to put up a trying to prove something like, yeah, I'm just like Pac.
0: Dude, but he handled it so well. Chris Rock did. I would have cried. Chris
1: Rock's a fucking king, bro. Did you see it for a split second Chris Rock almost said something? He was like, "Oh, or I could Never mind. And then he just continued with the speech.
0: Really? I couldn't watch it. I cringe at like uncomfortable situations. So I didn't, I wasn't even watching the Oscars. It just like was like the only thing on the TL. So I didn't even hear the joke until way later. And then when I heard it, I was like that that was it like that's what he got fucking slapped for, for? for? out of all the G. fucked up G. shit i'm sure he's said before yeah. that's what they slap him for i think
1: for a comedian the worst thing you can do to a comedian is publicly humiliate them because they get heckled every week at shows so they already know like what to say they got a bunch of stuff yeah. stacked up in the head so i'm 100 sure once will, uh, will smith did that chris rock held it in with them so hard he's like i can say so many things right now but i'm just mm-hmm. going to keep my cool because it's like professional, yeah. But bro, I wish Chris Rock would have said something. He, you,
0: you know, what's crazy? I saw he's gonna be. I think in, I don't know, something spring, some casino around here. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, this was maybe, <laughs> no, this was pre-Oscars. I was like, damn, I really want to go. And now, like, I saw. Uh. I think it was you who tweeted like, oh, the Chris Rock tickets are like crazy fucking <gasps> expensive now. Yeah. And I'm like, no, like I wanted to go so bad. I think he said too, in, hit like the first show he did prior to that that he was like saying like oh you know when i i'm not ready to talk about it but when i do yeah. talk about it it's gonna be like real it's gonna be funny like it's gonna be like whatever needs to special. be said yeah like it's gonna be said oh
1: yeah as he should no yeah bro those i, I want to go look at tickets was like the cheapest one was like 900
0: what i was
1: like god damn and then that's another thing where they're that's another argument people are saying is like do you think this was fake because yeah. one they're all actors so they can easily just like oh, yeah blah, blah. But I don't think it was fake. I
0: don't think it was I think the I think fake. comments of everyone else, like all the other actors, makes yeah. it seem like they right, were Right,
1: right. Like a lot of people were, stank, like a lot of well-respected comedians were standing up for Chris Rock. And I feel if Chris Rock will pull some shit like that where he faked it, he'll lose a lot of respect yeah. in like the comedic industry. Yeah. So uh, I, I think it was real.
2: Um, they're saying that Will's career is like on pause right now and his movies were put on pause that like, shit makes movie. no sense what do you guys think about that that's bullshit do you think I, that should have
1: I don't think it should be on pause cause like I mean we all have a breaking point like that was his breaking point you can't, you can't judge him for having a breaking point yeah. cause like that's not like Will. Well, I mean, he's done that before. He slapped the like paparazzi his dude before. His are valid,
2: but the way he handled it was yeah.
1: Like, I and I guess. think it's just because Jada gave him that look, like, "Oh, you're just gonna laugh." Yeah. So I believe it's just all Jada. Like yeah, Jada should like get if, her career paused. Because I feel Will like Smith. if Jada
0: would have laughed, he would have just laughed, continue
1: laughing. Yeah. Like,
0: okay, cool. But I also saw this thing where I was like, "Oh, I was debating about the Chris Rock and Will Smith situation," and then I looked up Will Smith's net worth, and then I looked up Jada Smith's network and then I looked up Chris Rock's net worth, and now I'm gonna just mind my fucking business, which is true because the. <laughs> What do i care they're rich it doesn't yeah, matter yeah, what's on pause yeah. for them they're fucking That's rich true. and
1: rich. i'm just not <laughs> it, felt, it felt it sucked that when that happened when it was raw and i didn't know anything was going on i felt bad for will smith i felt bad for chris rock i was like bro whose team yeah. am i on but, <laughs> and then
2: it's like why do we have to be
0: on a team yeah, yeah why do we have to be on a team <laughs> they both might have had a, yeah they both Can might we? have had a point low-key yeah i feel yeah. i don't know i just think everything's personal once it's personal yeah you know what i mean like obviously people who don't have alopecia don't give a fuck yeah and people with but even people with alopecia i feel like at least for me when something bad happens to me i usually do it in like i just say the most fucked up like things about my situation because it's funny to me like i have no other response i just
2: why cry when you can laugh yeah
0: literally so i'm like do people really care or is it just the people that want to be hurt about yeah. everything like
1: those people are hurt for you mm-hmm. like oh you don't feel sad why well, feel sad for you You want to know why you should feel sad like bro like i don't feel sad yeah, like, you don't have to convince me to feel sad <laughs> I, mean,
0: I could not give a shit yeah. right now that.
1: oh. that's we're, that's
0: here you, we're here for you willy
1: here for you willy you know <gasps> who else is here for you better help use our code i am i am, I am besties, besties.
0: Oh.
2: hey besties so this podcast is now sponsored by BetterHelp. so honestly me personally i started going to therapy back in 2019 2019 2020 um i feel like i definitely hit a breaking point where i was like damn like i'm really going through it and um talking about it with like my friends and family just wasn't doing it for me anymore and i just felt like i just knew I needed some professional help. I was going through a lot of overwhelming things in my life that were just, like, really um, piling up. And I was like, damn, like, really need to go to therapy. So I started going to therapy. And honestly, I remember being on my way on my first appointment being like, damn, like, this is going to be such a waste of time. Just because of, like, things people have told me. And I was just like, damn, like, what are they going to be able to tell me that I already don't know? You know, like, or things like that. But honestly, once I was there, my perspective changed so much. Um, just on everything that I was going through. It's like when you've been going through a lot of things for a long time, you kind of have like this narrow view of everything. It's hard for you to see everything else that's going around or different perspectives of your situation. And I feel like that is the biggest thing that I took away from therapy. It's like, it's not all just happening in like this scope. Like there's all these other different perspectives that if you are able to see it in them, in those perspectives, they can help you so much. Just get through whatever you're going through and just... You know, to actually hear a professional explain, like, the psychology of why you feel the way you feel, why you're experiencing the way you experience, how your childhood traumas play into everything that's going on in your life in the present moment, it just really opened your eyes up and it feels like a breath of fresh air to um be there so i honestly really glad that um BetterHelp is sponsoring our podcast now because i truly believe in therapy i love it and i truly believe everybody in the world could benefit from therapy even if you're not going through anything even if you have a perfect life i think it's still like super cool to go to therapy like um just you know get things off your chest
1: for sure
0: oh yeah and i love i love um this like i love better help only because it's so scary trying to look for a therapist yeah. and there's like huh. like where you know i feel like that's a, a big thing too why people don't go to therapy because oh, they're like sure. where do i start or yeah. who how can kind i find of, yeah you know this help that i need so i think yeah. it's cool that it's just so accessible i
1: feel that because i remember not too long ago i told my mom i want to do therapy mm-hmm. and she got very worried she felt like oh like she's like something negative like i'm doing like i might Mm -hmm. like want to hurt myself because like in like the latino culture it's not really heard of so when you hear therapy that just for them it's like oh like a huge cry for help yeah but i'm like no i just kind of just want to get some things out of my head yeah Yeah. and like i kind of i had to push myself to tell her because and i know there's a lot of people that probably feel the same way they're like i want to go to therapy but i don't want to tell my parents Mm -hmm. so like how do I do it yeah so that's why I think better help is a great resource yeah it's in your phone you know you don't
2: have to like go anywhere and you can if it's not working out with one and I know a lot of people say oh I didn't like my therapist and it's honestly finding a therapist it's like making a friend you know like you'll click with some and you won't and it's okay if you're not clicking with one it's okay to try to change it to another one you know and because I feel like me, I didn't click with my therapist until my third one. So I didn't have an issue saying, you know what, like this therapist, I just don't feel it. Like the connection, I don't feel mm-hmm. like, um, like I'm really enjoying this person. So I just, my third one was, you know, there's there's a charm. <laughs> so, um, yeah, definitely I know in our culture is a lot of taboo, you know, like yeah. to go to therapy and it's like you don't need that. Or, you know, why am I going to pay t- someone to, to hear talk. my problems? Yeah. And it's like, no, like if you have that mentality, well, obviously... Who wants to pay someone, yeah. you know, to just to hear problems, but yeah. it's not just that. Like, it's literally getting to the root of it and help you change your life in drastic ways so you can live better and feel better and, you know, be more clear-minded and make better choices. And I feel like that's really important, especially because we weren't taught a lot of things growing up. You know, we were kind of just thrown into this life and, yeah. you know, figure it out on your own. So I feel like therapy definitely helps you um, just...
0: Find a way, you know. And I think, I think find peace too with whatever mm. your situation. Oh, for is. sure, for sure. It helped me so much. Definitely. It's so funny that you mentioned that you told your mom, because mm. I told my mom that recently yeah. too. I was like, Mom, I really think I need to go to therapy. I've been having all these thoughts. And she was like, Don't think that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Just stop. <laughs> no
0: eso, I there you and go. I was you know, like, I didn't oh think
1: about that, Mom. Wow.
0: <laughs> Thanks, Mom. Here my dumbass is gonna go to therapy. Thanks. It was so I literally was like Okay. And I just walked away because I was like, there's nothing. Oh my god. There's nothing else to this conversation right now.
2: (laughs) But with that being said, without a healthy mind, being truly happy and at peace is hard. The good news is therapy works. But what is therapy exactly? It's whatever you want it to be. Maybe you're not feeling motivated right now and would like some tools to help. Or maybe you're feeling insecure in relationships or at work, not dealing with well with stress. Whatever you need, it's time to stop being ashamed of normal human struggles and start feeling better because you deserve to be happy. And now you don't have to worry about finding an in-person therapist near you to help. BetterHelp is a customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Join the millions of people who are seeing what online therapy is really about. It's always a good time to invest in yourself because you are your greatest asset.
0: And a special offer to all the IE Investie listeners. You can get 10% off of your first month of professional therapy at betterhelp.com slash IE Besties. That's better H E L H E L H E L P. Dot com slash IEM bestie. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this podcast. Thank you so much.
2: And we are definitely going to be having more uh, mental health segments on the show moving forward. Yeah. Um, Mental health is definitely something I feel passionate about, and it's, I've been wanting to share a lot with you guys. So now, you know, in this new stage of the podcast, moving forward, it is a segment that Stephanie and I um, are going to be working on to just bring you guys. Um, more awareness about a lot of topics that I definitely think are going to help you guys in your day-to-day lives dealing with a lot of things because I know you guys always leave comments and you know you guys always want advice and I feel like a lot of it always relates to like mental health and feelings Mm -hmm. and emotions and you know struggles so I feel like that's definitely something that we're going to try to be talking about more yeah especially because I'm depressed
1: (laughs) 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 what did you hear about a better health slash IEM besties should definitely take it out. Ten percent for your 10, first month. Ten
0: percent off? Ten oh
1: percent off for your first month.
0: Damn, yeah. what was what was it? It
1: was I it was better help better dot com right, slash right, I right. am besties. <laughs>
0: You can spell, not like me. Not me wanting to be in a fucking spelling bee and can't even Bro, spell. I,
1: I can't spell for shit, and like I always get caught up because I use like the the speech to text. Uh-huh. So like I'll be like one of them is fucking. I can't spell restaurant. So I'll be like Rest, restaurant. restaurant. So like I'll I'll say it, but then you know when I use speech to text because speech to text they burn you out. They always capitalize it. They capitalize oh. the first letter and
0: you leave it. Yeah, sometimes I forget
1: because mm. I it's a quick and I'm like fuck. They're gonna know I use speech to text.
0: Spell restaurant right now. No. <laughs> try it try it try it come on come on come
1: on can i write this down i need i need it i'm a visual okay write person. it
0: down but you uh, you have to spell oh it oh my god y'all
1: put me on the spot right like, now what's
2: that oh you know what word i can never get receipt
1: receipt
0: receipt like a
1: receipt oh, receipt. oh that's like r-e-i no no, no. <laughs> <laughs> i'm so confident incorrect R-E-C-R-E-C-I? r-e-c-e-i-p-t oh shit All right, okay so restaurant Mm r-e-c-e-i-p-t
0: oh my god it's so easy and i just can't get it yeah i used to not be able to spell definitely and then there's other ones but i I can't think of them right now but my ass really thought like because i watched Aquila and the bee have you guys ever seen that movie it's a movie with um oh my god what's her name the girl i can't believe i forgot her name i'm so sorry i love you the when she's like i'm sorry i'm sorry to this man Kiki Palmer. Kiki Palmer. Oh my God. Anyways, Kiki Palmer was a fucking queen of my life when I was growing up, and I saw her in Akeelah and the Bee, and I was like, "This is fucking amazing. Yeah. Like, I totally oh. feel like I can." She's in a spelling bee, but like, I she's did. insanely I good. It. I remember the movie. It's it such it. a good, and ever since then, I've wanted to be like in a yeah. spelling bee, but so I
2: can't. Can... Spell oh for my shit. God, we're
0: gonna bring that a segment to you
2: guys. We're gonna a really put. A miss Steph to the, um, to the test. Okay, but we yeah. have to be like many word words to study. Like word
1: of the day. All right, so real quick, how do you? Can you, enunci- can you enunciate restaurant? Restaurant. Restaurant. Yes.
0: Restaurant. 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 I just literally spell it out for you. Restaurant. Restaurant.
1: rest
2: His hands all shaking, guys. Right now, he's <laughs> rest- <laughs> writing down.
1: Like-
3: he looks stressed. No?
2: That's, <laughs> not, got- that's,
1: not, right. that's <laughs> not right. That's not right. <laughs> ah i'm just oh gonna i'm God. just gonna fucking spell it in my head you know what's time. been
0: happening to me a lot actually lately i'll see a word <laughs> and i right. know it's spelled correctly but i'm like that is not yeah. how I'm that supposed right? to go. yeah and it bothers the shit out of me and then i google it and it looks like that ready yeah i'm ready let me see, let me see i this. won't embarrass you right. i'll i'll it's, well, look I'm gonna at say it out loud? okay
1: all right it's r wrong
0: <laughs> It's already wrong.
1: R-E-S-T-E-R-A-U-N-T. Here. Restaurant. It's
0: restaurant. Uh, rest- yeah. well, so
1: it's instead of the E, it's an A? Yeah. So it's R-E-S-T-A-R? Is that the only thing that's wrong? Yeah. Is that the only thing that's wrong?
2: Yeah, the E. The E is an A. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, restaurant. shit. So that was it. It was just that letter. Wait, no. The ront is the right... Durant restaurant. Is right? Do
2: you not know how
0: to spell it? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Hold on. Yes. Let me see.
1: The other one I can't really Al- spell is appreciate.
0: Ront restaurant no that's wrong buddy
1: by that
0: say here tell us how it's spelled okay ready
1: yeah
3: (laughs) siri how do you (laughs) spell restaurant it's
2: it's it's e r e
0: s t a u r a n t -T. oh you were way off let me tell you guys soul spelling (laughs) r e s t e r a u n t Restaurant. Restaurant, but you know what? It makes sense. It sounds correct. That's what they taught me
1: in school. Yeah, bro. it's because he Sounded learned English out. in America. I'm, yeah, sorry. I'm sorry, please forgive. He was an ELD.
0: I
3: was
2: an
1: ELD.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, I was an ELD. <laughs> Too. i feel like everybody was in eld yeah,
1: that's what i'm telling you that place was racist segregation
0: dude honestly because it's they don't even teach you shit like, Lavia, no. like it could be like an english class and they're just like everybody here doesn't speak english like take this test uh,
2: do you remember when you guys tested out of it
0: yeah i tested out in fifth grade
1: i tested out uh seventh
2: i tested out in, sec- in oh, no, sixth eighth. grade i remember they called me in the office and the the guy was like okay just write an essay for me about like this topic, and mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, like that it He's like, yeah, just go off, write write an essay go about off, this. Queen. Go off, queen. And dude, I went off. <laughs> I went off. I wrote mm-hmm. a beautiful essay, and I remember he picked it up. And he was like, mm, like he was making like a good like a good like face, mm-hmm. and then he was like, oh, very well, very well done. You are definitely out. He was like, by looking at this, you should have been out a long time ago. <laughs> he was like, I don't know why you're in here right now.
1: You know how I know segregation. 'Cause I went through like four different four or five different schools in my whole life and all of them were all Mexican school, well, mostly Mexican dudes, mostly Latinos mm-hmm. in there. I never did EOD. First time I went to a white school, they put me in E.O.D. <gasps> oh.
0: So what the
2: fuck? Wait, but maybe wouldn't it make sense that you wouldn't be in eod if everyone's Hispanic? It's like everyone's
0: just in EOD.
1: But it's still like the same, like like the same shit. They would still, still Yeah, because the there's still stuff.
0: Latinos that don't speak Spanish
1: yeah and they're still teaching you the same stuff so it was only the the one time i went to the white school is when i got put in eod
0: <gasps> it was a private school huh? racist no
1: nah, it was it was a school in like chino hills name
0: drop them hoes
1: so <laughs> I, I burn them out i remember the fucking racist dudes too what was his name his name was like jordan
0: <gasps> Dude, Fuck, what
1: was his last name how to be a jordan
2: imagine if we lived in an alternate dimension where instead of us being ELD, they take out the English speakers and put them in another separate class.
0: Do you think they do that, like in, um, like other Other countries?
1: countries? Like they put them in, they put English
0: speakers like in their own like class, like one class to learn whatever language. Oh, I'm pretty sure, right? It'll be like
1: like FLD, like French (laughs) language (laughs) development. Maybe. I'm not. They might be. I don't (laughs) see why not. But I mean, again, like we have the most, like like we have the worst education system oh so there's probably like other countries probably have way uh, better way they're better like we already know three four yeah. languages
0: yeah. amateurs <laughs> i think it's cool i i remember the specific moment now that you've mentioned it of me taking my eld test yeah because mine was a test it was like a little book oh
3: okay. and you're like
0: whatever and i remember i was taking it and i was like is this right like <laughs> i knew it was right but like same thing i'll be like what if it's not and then i have to stay in this bullshit ass yeah. class again for another fucking year and i remember i, I think they tell you right away right because i remember when i turned it in they were like you're good and i was like
1: hell yeah Bitches. i was so offended with the questions they'll ask me every time i take those tests i'm like y'all really asking me these dumb ass questions like what the fuck <laughs> and yeah did you
0: guys pass the casey yeah i did yeah the casey neistat the what
1: the casey neistat
0: what the hell is that the youtuber vloggers
1: oh <laughs> uh, i think so you know you know the you know fucking crazy about like this my the friends i had in high school they're all really really smart they're all like 4.2 best colleges in school and like i remember i took a test so i, I wasn't competing with them They always like kind of inspired me to like mm-hmm. do more and i remember there's this one time it was one of those tests i was like I studied for it because oh, I was like, I'm going to get a, a sick-ass score. And it was the best score I've ever gotten in my life. Yeah, And I was like, guys, I did this. And that was like, their score was way higher than that. Aww. But I, I was still pretty proud. Yeah. I was like, hell yeah.
2: And I feel like that's why it's important to be surrounded by friends that are doing good. Because yeah. they, they mm-hmm. inspire you. They motivate you. And it's like, you probably didn't get as good of a score as them. But you it still applied yourself. Me. Exactly. You're like, yeah. fuck yeah, I want to get this score. And it's true. I think it does rub off on you. Like people around you are doing well
1: do you do you think that quote is true it's like uh show me your friends and i'll tell you who you are
2: i think it i think, I think I, to an extent to an, mm-hmm. to an extent yeah, to i an believe extent, too for sure yeah for
1: sure i think my mindset is pretty strong on who i am where i can hang out with anyone and i still i'm very true to my beliefs yeah and who yeah, I yeah, am yeah, what yeah
2: for I do. sure but have you guys have you like you said if you've been with your man for five years and, and i used to be in a, in a long relationship do you have you ever stopped and been like oh damn like I'm I'm noticing that I do this, but I picked it up after Alex. Like it wasn't intentional. Like I didn't want to pick up that mm-hmm. habit, but I do
0: it now, and it's because you hang around this person yeah. constantly, yeah. all the time. Yeah, all the time. Cause, <laughs> but it's random things. Like he Google's everything, <laughs> and now I'll have a question. Like I'll be like, "Who invented like the wheelchair?" And then I'll go <laughs> and Google, Google it. it. Yeah. yeah. So that, that he like put like weird kind of things. Yeah. But but it's still you know, and I yeah. feel like it just goes to show
2: like eventually over time you are bound to pick up things even if they're like nothing major you yeah. Yeah. Like, she just google stuff but you are bound and I feel like I used to be like no hell no I'm, I don't believe that if my friends jump off a bridge I'm not gonna jump off a bridge you know like I wouldn't make that yeah. like that yeah, you know yeah. that comparison like no I'm not like my friends but then dude no yes because I've thought about habits that I've just unconsciously picked up because I've hung around these people for like, yeah. years and I'm like yeah. oh shit wake up one day and I'm like what the fuck like i pour my milk first when the oh, fuck i start no. doing that <laughs> <laughs> don't, like, don't ever do that yeah. shit around me girl
1: that's funny because me and my friends we purposely use like wrong grammar just for some jokes mm-hmm. and like our grammar like when we say like it, like it's so it's so obvious that we're saying like wrong grammar mm-hmm. so it'll be like oh what he said like just shit like that just yeah. just sounding like all dumb and shit and then uh we uh i just noticed and i'm like fuck I, I start i double thinking i was like wait which one's the right word yeah. and i'm like fuck i'm looking fucking myself over (laughs)
0: that was i feel like that's even with like like when i was younger i would say bro a lot yeah but it was just because i was making fun of people saying bro that it just became part of my vocabulary now i'm for everything i'm like bro that's crazy like dude just all those words i i think back to when i wouldn't say them and i'm like why the fuck did i even start and i'm like i was making fun i was being a little bitch (laughs) (laughs) making fun of other people and then it just stuck and now i'm like damn this is cool as hell
1: how do you feel like if a guy you like calls you bro is it serious no. Honestly,
2: I don't think it would bother me because I have been in, like, I guess not like full on relationships, but you know, I guess you could say like, it was heading there, yeah. And like, sometimes it wasn't like an all time thing, like, bro, 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 for everything, but sometimes like, <laughs> it would like, oh, slip bro. out, you yeah, know, yeah. like
3: <laughs> mean, hey,
2: no, dude, but I mean, it wouldn't bother me, but I feel like. Like for me, example, I would sometimes be like, "Girl," you know, and then yeah, he'd be like, yeah. he would start laughing, you know. So it's like little things like that where it's like I'm not intentionally mm. like trying to just call you bro, or like yeah. girl, like you know, but it just comes out, you know. But I feel like for me, that's a sign of like, oh, they're comfortable,
0: you yeah. know, yeah, like yeah, they yeah. see me as like a good friend, you know, that's like dope. and that that's cool too, you know. Now, I notice guys are always the ones to get all fucking crybaby about it. Like I call everyone girl. I'm like, hey girl, uh-huh. how you doing, girl? Whatever. Like, and like guys are always like, yeah, no, <laughs> literally that's the answer they give me. They're like, I'm not a girl, and I'm like
1: like obviously you're not obviously oh, shit dude no, I, felt, I felt so cool I felt like I was finally in cause like this girl I like she says like bitch a lot she's like oh my god bitch guess what <laughs> and then she she told me like, oh my god bitch what and I was like bitch what <laughs> I was like yes I'm That's in
0: dude i hate that i do that like i don't do it that much but i i feel bad calling other another person bitch and i'm like fuck i don't know that's like a tough that. one yeah it's a tough one dude
2: one time i was talking to this girl and we were like good friends like, you know we'd invite each other out we weren't like close friends we would talk all the time but mm. she was probably like a party friend you know and like yeah. she would message me when it was like time to go out and like sometimes i would hit her up and she came through to my house sometimes like yeah. you know but um i would consider her a friend at the time but not close mm. right and like you said, like, sometimes it just comes out you're like, bitch, or, you know, something when you're talking. And one time I hit up, and I was like, hey, whore, what are you doing tonight? <laughs> hey, but, <you> ugly skank. <laughs> no, but like, but, you Good for know, nothing piece of shit. How are you doing? <laughs> but if you know me, my friends know that I'm like that. You know, yeah, that I'm like, yeah. hey, bitch, or hey, ho, hey, whore. Like, yeah. But it's just like, you know, that's just how we are. That's yeah. how we get... She actually responded to me and she was like, Ew, don't call me whore ever again. Like, she actually got like, Damn. Oh, that is so Buck. awkward. Fuck. Like, you know, I get it. Some girls just don't like that. Yeah. But. It- I thought it was pretty obvious. It was a joke. Like yeah, I'm asking I'm what you're doing yeah, tonight. Yeah. Like I'm hitting you up to hang out. You yeah. know, like and I call, and she didn't have a problem with me calling her bitch because mm-hmm. she'd call me bitch back. So I was like, oh, like so she's like that too. You know, she's maybe like, she bitch. was a
0: whore and she yeah, just, and then she was
1: projecting. Yeah, me. she was like,
0: yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, that's what I too thought. close to home right now. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> that's what I thought. And I was like, you know what? And I messaged her and I was like, dude, like I'm sorry, like I just this is how I talk with yeah. all my friends. I was like, but my bad, girl, yeah, I won't do it again. And then she responded like, "Oh my god." Like, she was like, "How am I feel?" Like, the fact that you just said I wouldn't do it again, like that's so funny." Like, I forgot what Bitch, she said. Bitch, you
0: just told me not to do it. Yeah. What and do you mean? I, and I was just like,
2: "Okay, dude." I didn't respond to her. And uh, after that girl, we we never had, <laughs> we never had her <laughs> yeah, up. I was the, like, "Okay, this girl is not for me." How
1: do you feel about setting boundaries in a friendship? Cuz I I feel like if I have to set boundaries in a friendship, I feel like they probably aren't like the friend for me it, it you know? depends Hard. what kind of boundary
2: like if it's like someone's picking on like for example yeah, like yeah. let's say someone is like using you to clown on you all the time because you know there's oh, people yeah, that yeah, like, yeah, sure. like to clown on you to like embarrass you yeah. to like make mm-hmm. you look I feel like Obviously, that sounds like a bad friend, but uh-huh. if there's someone that you're like, oh, you know what? Like, I just don't like this. You know, like, I like everything else about you, but there's just this
0: one thing that you do that upsets me and I just don't like it. I feel like that's cool, okay. you know? I think it is cool, but I feel like sometimes it's hard to set the boundary because they'll be like, oh my God, like you're just being dramatic. Yeah, and yeah. Then now I can't be
1: myself around yeah, you. Yeah,
0: and it's annoying because you're like, well, you're being a little bitch, low yeah, key. Yeah. Like, you're just kind of attacking me, yeah. but like it's a joke to you, but I'm telling you it bothers me, yeah, and yeah. you're acting like I'm like being a little or like dramatic yeah. or sensitive because yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. i feel like to some extent it's like well yeah everybody fucking clowns on each yeah, other of course. but if you're just only picking on me like yeah. that's fucked up like yeah. what are you you're you're enjoying it at this point yeah. <laughs> yeah and it's like dude
2: and it just goes to like back to the whole like we just aren't like setting boundaries is not like you don't yeah. do that you know yeah. no one ever does that so obviously when you do set boundaries the other person if they don't have boundaries themselves it, yeah. they're always gonna take it wrong like they're always yeah. gonna feel some type of weight like for example my mom like um i'm very like with my son like if he doesn't want to hug or a kiss like don't force it on him mm-hmm. like i want him to have on just cause growing up my uncles would always i had this one uncle that just always like hugged and kissed i always felt very uncomfortable when he he didn't ever did in a malicious way yeah, but yeah, yeah. i just never liked it but mm-hmm. i never felt like i could say no because that's always like respect your family like yeah, yeah, yeah. always gotta hug and kiss your tia and your mm-hmm. Theo. like you know so it's like i always felt like i had to and i would always be so uncomfortable so i for me like like boundaries with like your body is important so with ezra it's like my mom is like that grandma you know like hug kiss and ezra is very like only when he wants to you know and he's two years old you know he's barely learning about his body so when i set that boundary my mom like mom like if ezra doesn't want to hug or kiss like give him like a high five or something else you know you don't have to hug or kiss Mm -hmm. him if he does if he's clearly being upset like because you're doing it yeah and she would get pissed. She's like, "Hey, no, me vengas gonna spend the like Aww. you know, shit like that." And it's like, I get it, you know, when you don't have boundaries, like yeah. if when someone's put in, like instilling them, it feels uncomfortable. It's like, fuck, like you know. Yeah. And I could tell that that happens to friends too.
0: I think too, um, like as you grow older, you start setting different kinds of boundaries, and yes. maybe if if those people aren't necessarily growing in the same direction yes. or at the same pace as you, and yes. you want to set those boundaries, yes. it's kind of like. Oh, like they're going to obviously get offended about this cuz yeah. it's like yeah. like even like something like small like my yeah. friends came over the other day or like a few months ago and they were like, "Oh, like and I told it was the first time I told them that like um Alex had moved in with me." And they were like, "Really? Like it's so weird I can't just go in your room." And I'm like, "It's so weird that you would just do that." Yeah, like yeah. obviously, you know, they're my friends of my whole life, but it, uh-huh. it in that moment I was like, "Damn, like I never said they couldn't do that. Not because it bothers me or whatever, but it was just more of like a realization that I was like, damn, like I really just let everyone in my, I never said no one could go in my room, even though it's like my space. And like, I should have set some kind of boundary. Uh Not again, not because like they're like evil or anything. It was just more of like, that's literally my safe space. And I'm just letting fucking everyone in there. Yeah. Yeah, So I feel like It's it's tricky and it's, It's hard to talk about if, like she said, like other people don't have their own boundaries. Yeah, and honestly,
2: if anyone out there is listening and someone has set a boundary with you, I actually think that's a good thing that they feel comfortable enough and they feel like they could trust you enough to Uh, be open with you and be Mm -hmm. like, hey, I respect you and like you enough and I feel like safe enough to tell you like this is a boundary. Because I feel like for... a for the majority, like if someone is thinking about setting a boundary, it's easier to just cut the person off. They're like, yeah. you know what? I don't want to go through the uncomfort of uh, saying like, oh, do this and this and that. Like, so I'm just going to cut the friend off entirely. Yeah. You know? And that I see that a lot. So I think it's, you know, you should feel like, oh, like this person actually felt like they could mm-hmm. tell me that, you know, don't see it as a bad thing. See it as like, okay, this is just a way to make our friendship stronger. Because obviously by you respecting that boundary, they're going to be want to be around you more and yeah. they're going to appreciate you more as a friend. So I think that's cool, you know, if someone has is open enough to... Set that boundary with you. Like, yeah, do yeah, you just, feel like
0: learned. you you've yeah. had to set any boundaries? Because you know, like you you're the one who always has people over, and you know, this is like your yeah. house. Yeah, this is a this is a trap house. Yeah. <laughs> is a trap house.
1: Yeah, I, yeah, I was like, I feel like this is a content house. <laughs> um, nah, I mean, I can't. I think the only thing now is um because I don't care. It's more just like I have to respect that. Like my mom also lives here, yeah. and my brother also lives here. Yeah. So that's why I kind of like doing the schedules. Like, oh, like now we just yeah. film. We film here, and we film here, and we film there. Yeah. So I think that's basically the yeah. only thing. Yeah. Here.
2: And your and your mom and brother are pretty laid back. Yeah. yeah. I love your mom, your brother too. You like they're so comfortable to yeah. be around. It like, was
1: funny. Yes. No. It was a Saturday um we uh it, it was my cousin's birthday and then I have my all my uncles are all old school and they're all like ranchero <laughs> like oh like the wife has to serve them a plate yeah. and then so i was uh, <laughs> i went up to the table and i was like getting getting myself a plate ready and then my tío was like uh my mom's name is Jovita, she's like Jovita, si oh. and,
3: then, no.
1: and then my mom was like nah he can do it himself yeah. and i was like yeah i can do it myself You're right. <laughs>
0: oh my god I
1: thought that was pretty That's so funny. funny dude that
0: happened to me the other day and I got in the biggest fight with my boyfriend yeah. because he was sick and like he couldn't see like he got an infection in his eyes so whatever I had been catering to this man for two whole days like mm-hmm. I, you know I would be there like anything you he fucking his eyes yeah. literally yeah and so I went to get his food and at that time my his dad who's super old school Uh his dad my dad my mom my older cousin and like like it was like a bunch just a bunch of dudes and (laughs) so i started eating because i had already told him to come eat but literally like i just bought the food you know i didn't have to serve him or anything so i sit down and i'm eating and he comes in and like he said i knew he was joking but i didn't like that he said it in front of a bunch of men, uh, especially my dad. dad. Men. He like sits down and he's like, "No, me vas a servir, <gasps> bro." I got livid and king. I literally king. looked. <laughs> I literally I saw, looked at him king. and I was like, "No," I was like, "Servirte tú." <laughs> and dude, his everyone's eyes went to his dad, and his dad looked at me like I could see. I didn't look direct. I didn't yeah. make direct eye contact because I was like, "I said what I said," yeah. and I literally was like. And, and my mom after like after he like went back to bed or whatever and everyone had left my mom was like i need to talk to you and i was oh, like what okay. and she was like avergonzaste Alex and I was like oh, sorry like I how how and my yeah. dad was like no see, si, es que te tienes que esperar para decirle esas cosas en privado and I'm like wait 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 so he could say something sexist to me and I have to wait until we're in private to fucking say something back like yeah. how does that make any sense bro I was exactly. livid
2: see how we've been just so conditioned to be like freaking servants to these men yeah, yeah. Like, and, everybody, and
0: everybody's just like oh yeah it's just the way
3: it's it is like, yeah. it's just no, normal fuck no baby let it, be normal. it <laughs> no <laughs> (laughs)
0: I hate it. Honestly, I hate sexes, and I feel like now that I'm getting married, like it's all I get. Just like comments about like being a good wife, gender roles, super. And I'm just like, ugh. Like my dad told me the day he's like, "Well, you're a housewife," and I'm like, "Yeah, for now, but I'm not gonna be a housewife forever. I'm gonna be rich and famous." How
1: How about this? What if, what if it's like the first time? It's probably an easy answer. I just need to say it out loud just so I can hear it. But what if it's the first time your girlfriend is meeting your family? And you're like at a family party. Do you serve your girlfriend? Yes, who serves her.
2: I think it'd be sweet. Like if you if you want, see, it's nice. Like if it comes out of you to be like, oh, like yeah. I want to serve my girlfriend. You know, like, like I think it'd be a sweet gesture. You know, I don't I'm think I'm asking you're for forced a to. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. I don't think
2: you like you should be forced to. You know, because I'm assuming she's gonna be right next to you when yeah, you guys yeah. are getting food. Yeah. You know? so like she could do it herself, or you can do it for her. But I feel like
0: I think you, you should weird. do it for her because. She's going to be probably nervous, especially yeah, if yeah. it's the first time meeting your family like yeah. as a whole, and yeah. then you know she doesn't want to serve herself too much, but she's yeah. probably hungry) <laughs> <laughs> That, I always used to say, I'd be like, put more on your plate. Because
1: yeah, I could take it away. Because yeah.
0: it's That's embarrassing. So and then family, like, always, like, you know how, like, de chancarrilla? Yeah, and you're just defenseless because you're like, okay, I don't know who gets offended or yeah, what yeah. I can say, what's acceptable socially here. Place, Do you like... know,
2: yeah, same. My family, like, when they, like, oh, comete algo. Yeah. Like when you serve yourself a lot and it's like, esta bien bueno. Que no? And then I'd be, like, taking the attention off me. ¿Quién lo no yeah. Bien rico. And then, you know, it gets to their head and they're like, oh, poste, mi sabes. you know, like, yeah, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. the attention automatically like leaves yeah. me eating a lot and suddenly they start talking about themselves and how good of a cook they are. Yeah, and it's and like, like, yes. So now you know.
1: Yeah. Like, good, good fact. I'm going to make one.
0: capirotada for you. Dude, wait, you don't like oh cake. Oh my God, I don't. I'm so, you don't like cake? Capirotada. She doesn't like bread or any of that shit. you never capirotada. had capirotada? No. It's like a dessert that they make during like Lent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure most I, Latinos. I did it in Christmas? Yeah, but I think like the the I I'm pretty sure you could eat it year round, but like the time the
2: main to time. make
0: it is like around
1: Lent, yeah. But oh, what
0: what kind of bread is it? Cause it has raisins. Uh, oh yeah, I don't like raisins either.
1: It's not that one where it's like this giant circle and they have like the little kings inside.
0: No, that yeah. is the rosca. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> King? You mean baby? No, <laughs> baby Jesus. You mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: It's because it's like for los reyes or something. No. Yeah, it's
0: it's el día de los tres reyes magos. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 that one's for Lent. I don't know exactly what it has. I literally told my mom this morning to send it so I can make it. But I know it has like tomato juice, but it's sweet. What? Tomato some, juice and cake?
2: No, it's not cake. Y'all it's make bread. a different version then, because my family has
0: never. Yeah, I know. I know, I know different people make different kinds Versions? of. Like, I know they put like piloncillo, tomato, oh. like a bunch of random shit. Oh. I
1: don't give a fuck you're gonna try it. Tomatoes, <laughs> yeah, man. You lost me at tomato. Yeah, you lost
0: me at tomato juice. Oh my god,
1: tomato you don't, don't
0: like anything. <laughs> I know. <laughs> when I had my food truck, I would sell some like around Lent, and um, one of the lady was like, "This isn't the one with tomato or anything in it, right?" And I was like, "No," and she. We ate it and she's like this is so good and i was like i lied but There's i kept it in my head she yeah, yeah. She does have tomatoes yeah I wish she's Hell allergic no. to tomato no i asked uh, i was like why are you allergic because some oh, of them die. have it no i yeah. always ask yeah yeah yeah. because <gasps> that's, yeah, that's scary oh my do, god
2: what do you like you own your food truck like do you guys like have like an epi pen or something just in case somebody gets like an allergic reaction or something no because you
0: have to put a sign that says that some oh, of the what? food mm-hmm. yeah, oh, yeah 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 like if someone has an a I feel. I think in a restaurant, the waiter usually asks. But okay. I just, I was like, "Well, I it mean, should be up to them, right?" To be yeah, like, like "I'm allergic to, to this. Like, this you gotta be doesn't careful. have this." Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah it's true. I have a cousin who just says she's deathly allergic to onions, uh-huh. so what? they just don't put onions in her stuff. Oh my Holy god! Shit. Like to ma- so she makes sure that they like for sure yeah for enough. sure yeah like don't That's put anything crazy. in it Damn. oh like have you seen Bridgerton I saw you tweeted
2: yes dude I was I'm a ruiner for you I'm so oh sorry oh my god what is I forgot Bridgerton? About-
0: Bridgerton. Bridgerton
2: the the dad in the show he died from a bee sting mm-hmm. he was terribly allergic to bee stings, and he didn't know back in the 1800s you yeah. know there was no like ambulances that could come fast
0: you know no oh, epipens, no nothing I don't even think in the show like he doesn't even see he it did. he's like oh shit I got stung and he wasn't like,
2: even <laughs> aware that he was allergic and he just died
1: as a character or he's a character
0: no he's can you imagine that would I feel like, like they like, could save him yeah. oh my god like have you guys seen uh, My Girl no. <gasps> yeah it was that when she fell in he- the yeah 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 okay i'm gonna just ruin it for you it's really sad it's like sad yeah movie. i'm gonna try to sum so, it up in one the or two minutes or like
1: the character no no, no the character okay. so
0: it's, this movie is about this little girl who like her dad has a morgue in their house like mm. they live at the morgue yeah so she doesn't really like she sees death every day but she doesn't really understand it and she wants to kind of like be grown up or whatever and she has this little friend matthew mcconaughey's in it when he's oh, like so a little boy oh, cool. yeah so it's, old movie, but it's good. It's super old yeah and so he wears glasses <laughs> God, my heart's breaking already. But he's like allergic to everything. Oh. And he's in love with her. And I think she drops something in the forest. So he goes back. To, but they're like best friends. To find it. Yeah. So he goes her. back to find it and a beehive falls and it literally stings the shit out of him and he dies. Wow. Oh. And that's the end. And that's so like that's it just kind of shows like the little girl, like how she would always see death, but she had never really understood it. Until, Until she lost yeah. It, her. Yeah, and then like they, his glasses stay in the forest and, and like at his funeral, she's like, where's his glasses? He can't see without his glasses. Uh, oh, it's so sad. Yeah. You
1: know what movie was fucking sad and it triggered me? I saw it last night. I saw... um What's the movie? 500 Days of Summer. Sorry, for the first time last oh. night. That shit triggered the fuck out of me, bro.
2: Why? Let's talk about I it. I was like
1: getting so much PTSD. I was like, why am I watching this? And I literally... Oh Should have texted BetterHelp. help ass, <laughs> bro. Oh, my God.
0: Wait, you're, you said you were Summer or... What's his name? No,
1: I'm... Uh, I, his name's Tom, Tom, I think. Yeah, Tom. Tom, 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 Tom. And, Tom and Summer. So, uh, I'm pretty sure you guys have seen it. Uh So, Summer, I guess... I I can't blame Summer. So this basically what happened at the beginning. She said she's not looking for anything serious, mm-hmm. and then she, uh, her and Tom they start going on dates. They start doing a bunch of head ass. They went to IKEA together. They fucking made it seem like they're a whole family. Mm. They're like, oh, we're doing role playing as a family. How is that casual? That shit is not casual. And then so so that was the thing. Like I can see, and the part that was hurting me the most was that the more he was like interested in her the less she was interested in him like you can see her kind of kind of just losing interest in him slowly Mm -hmm, as the movie went and i was like bro that shit was fucking it was hurting me but uh yeah i it's so hard to choose a side but i really think i don't know that movie really fucked me up emotionally i I didn't know how to feel afterwards
0: but okay so do you think maybe he should have seen that she wasn't uninterested
1: see the thing is with us men
0: <laughs> see the way us men work <laughs> see, this, is when, this, this is
1: how we're programmed that's how i see it because i mean it triggered me a lot because i was in the exact same position yeah. mm-hmm. and she told me like she doesn't want anything serious and i was like okay cool let's still like i'm still down to hang out uh because like i like you and maybe mm-hmm. i can you know maybe persuade I can, you. yeah maybe i can persuade you with my fucking smoothness and shit <laughs> so you know the more we like uh now I'm talking personally is <laughs> the more I <laughs> the more Tom was <laughs> the more Tom was like going out with there like he was like falling for her and then you can see that she was kind of falling for him too. So it's like so then he starts thinking, I'm fucking make this personal. So then I start thinking I was, <laughs> I was like, okay, maybe she's starting to like me. Maybe I'm changing her mind. Um so uh, so you think that and then like you guys are dating, you guys, the more you guys are talking, the more relationship stuff the more head-ass things you're doing you're like okay no i think she likes me mm-hmm. and then for summer to just just kind of go- ghost them in a way and then pop up like um like engaged like a couple of weeks later
0: she didn't pop up they ran into each other okay
1: but then she was engaged after saying she doesn't want us she didn't, she didn't want a relationship but she was but he said tom asked her like were you talking to this guy while you're talking to me and she said yeah so it's just like fucked up
0: okay but you literally just said it yourself like (laughs) you you go in thinking like oh i'm gonna change her mind yeah like that's already your fault you were
2: falling in love with an idea instead of seeing what it actually was like what that person was
0: really giving you yeah and i feel like that's
2: the hard part because like we have like this uh fairy tale idea of what love is supposed to be Mm -hmm. like you know we see it in the movies and the shows and the songs like You you could win her over if you just do these grand gestures and you're just persistent and you just show her who you really are and then you should get the girl, you know. And it's like, no, you know, like it's not always like that. And she was straight up with him. She told him, I don't want to think serious. And guys underestimate that that women can do that. Like women can actually, people think, oh, like she's gonna fall in love with me. But it's like you underestimate that women can also hang out with you and do things with you and not get attached
1: to you. I think you it know? might be like entitlement in the men's mind We're like...
0: I feel like it goes back to the whole, oh, I'm a nice guy.
1: Yeah, right. Like, like why doesn't she want me? I did, I did this for me? you. I did this for yeah. you. Why yeah. don't you want me? Yeah, yeah. That's true. Damn, bro.
2: And it's like, value <laughs> yourself kings. Like, if this girl is not reciprocating
0: the energy... No, don't. but like,
1: you were in that situation because... <laughs>
0: yeah, but like, you I kept feel chasing. like... I think an important thing to remember is that I feel like it's more on God, like... Okay, how do I say this in a way that's not gonna get me like <laughs> in trouble? Um, I feel like I can have guy friends uh-huh. and never think about them sexually. Okay. I feel like that's harder for guys. Yeah, it is for sure. I think so. And I, I really believe in soulmates, mm-hmm. like having multiple soulmates. I think you can have friend soulmates, like even like guy friend soulmates. I think they're real. I think you can have real connections with people, but that yeah. doesn't mean you're in love with them.
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. So. i think that might be like where everyone that's like that blurry line yeah like mm. you can be like you can really like someone but just not like in love with someone yeah yeah and that's totally fine but, or wow. you can
0: even be in love just not romantic like M- romantically, romantically. Yeah. Like,
1: oh, i'm in love with you like as a friend yes, type yes. <laughs> and I, I
0: i don't think people say it enough and i feel like that's why affection between friends is so kind of like yes. whoa mm-hmm. because it's most people have that mentality where like oh well once i get a girlfriend or a boyfriend they can't have any other friends and i'm the only one they can see and think about and whatever i feel like you still acknowledge obviously attractive people but that doesn't mean like you're gonna fall on it or something
2: yeah Yeah. and it's like it's so important to have friendships outside of your relationship and it's sad because i know i was there in the past where I got into a relationship and I completely just ghosted all my friends. And mm-hmm. and honestly, I cannot tell you what went through my mind. It wasn't like, oh, I don't want to hang out with my friends. I was just so wrapped up in this relationship. I wanted to be with this person 24-7. Mm-hmm. And then we just kind of got to this point where because we're together 24-7, you just kind of be like, fuck, dude, like, I'm tired of you. You know, like, I love you, but, like, I don't like you right now because mm-hmm. I'm up your ass yeah, all the time. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, dude, like, having relationships outside of your relationship like friendships, you know it's so important like to be your own person and not make this relationship your identity you know because you lose yourself and then you lose sight of just
0: everything else and it's like you're left with nothing Mm. when it's done even like like in 500 days of summer like that little girl literally was knocking all the sense into tom and he was just like no 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 yeah
1: yeah, that's true. So
0: come on, you see, you didn't even get the point of the movie, I mean, I did buddy. I didn't get the point, but it
1: fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> <When>
0: <laughs> like you, why? <laughs> when you've experienced it, it's you.
1: That's why it was literally. I, I didn't want to finish the movie. Uh, I was at that point. I was like, I can't, I'm not gonna finish this. And then, like, it's just like it's worse because the person that recommended it to me is like someone like I'm talking to so she she said oh you should watch it and I'm oh, no. like okay cool and I was watching it and, and I was like, like why? I was like right why are you telling me to watch this
0: <laughs> is there something uh, you want to tell yeah, me like, I'm
1: just gonna close this right there bro. did you like the ending nah what was She's ending? like I'm autumn yeah bro oh, a new
0: girl. <laughs>
1: <laughs> her name's autumn so I was this like is, bitch so I mean like it, like I like it, like per, like in like the general way, like okay, mm-hmm. like we want to say that like oh he fell in love with her and everything's right, but it's just hard to kind of because the director made us fall in love with summer too. Yeah. So and then autumn we only see her for like less than five minutes. Yeah. So now we're just supposed to switch up on autumn, all of us. So that's why I was still kind of like stuck on summer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So waiting on five hundred days of autumn, see what happens. I
0: loved, <laughs> I loved summer though.
1: Yeah. I thought she was cool. I love I her loved as an Tom actress, too. So. I just
0: think he was weird. Tom. Like no. if I he did
1: give some weird vibes, bro. Next he left.
0: was like obsessed. Yeah. Um, like if I knew someone that came home and then just own like obsessively thought yeah. about your entire life with this person, and she,
1: he was depressed before her, and she, right. she, all, all his happiness was. For oh, her. you're right. I forgot about and that. That's, yeah, that's, and that's, and that's the the very hard unhealthy. Part. Yeah. You know,
2: when you're that's why they say it's important to be happy on your own before yeah. you meet someone, yeah. and because then you just make it their responsibility to make you happy, and that's not right because someone cannot be in charge of your happiness yeah. at the end of the day and it's that's like so a lot of people do that i totally I forgot to about that.
1: that yeah so i mean that that's something so i, I see like you're I, watching
2: the movie with, like like the matthew mcconaughey part from interstellar when he's like no no no, no, no.
1: no 100. i really felt like that i
2: was like bro oh my god oh, yeah that
1: movie really hit that's just crazy if you guys have any other rom-coms you recommend me watch Dude. I know Send Interstellar
0: them. is not a rom-com, but that I movie so I that movie love hits that movie every single yeah. time. Actually, that's the only. Well, that and Shrek Two. Those are the Shrek only movies. 2. Those are the <laughs> only movies I have downloaded on my phone. Why Shrek Two? Because it's the fucking best movie in the world. Why? have you seen it <laughs> yes but like what do you like about it something everything literally it, it, i genuinely think it is a fucking masterpiece because it has scenes where it was like how the fuck yeah. do they ever think
1: about this like would you like a shrek uh like a real shrek type thing live, act, a yeah. live action? hell yeah i would love that yeah. we
2: should do like a shrek party everybody comes dressed up as like a character i thing. was i
0: was gonna do that Good. for my birthday and then covid yeah. hit oh. i swear i well, would do it this so year but it's gonna happen yeah. for a reason i'll be like I pinocchio wait why can't you this year because we're going to chicago that chicago. and i'm getting married We're getting married many. in august i'm getting married in may but it's just like too many parties like because i'm getting married here in That's april and a lot of planning. And then in may and then... oh what okay what if we do it together
2: we do a party together here too. Okay. Before we leave to okay. Chicago.
0: Okay. I'm not oh. gonna say no. We're gonna use Saul's house. <gasps> we should have a Halloween party. Yeah, but you should done. make a check cause that's what I had done. I gave my friends a checklist. I'm like, okay, someone already picked this character, so you can't pick yeah, no, That way for no sure. one ah, comes saying like cool. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But
1: it'll be like a theme Halloween party. Yeah, so it'll be like yeah, yeah, a yeah. Movie it'd be thing. Shrek, that but be like it'll
0: be that's close doing. friends only. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love I just love it. Honestly, watch it again. Watch it high. Okay, it's dude because like like there's a scene where, they're, the one where they're they're pepper going... spraying um Shrek or Donkey, but with a little pepper grinder, <laughs> like just like how the fuck did they think of that? It's the one where they go to far far away, right? Yeah, so okay. Far away. Even
2: the first one, it's just. I saw this shirt that said slut in like the
0: wording of Shrek. Yeah. And uh, it had the, on the S it had the two little the two ears. I was like, I
3: want that.
0: I That's love fun. Shrek. I have love Shrek. I have this picture of when I was a little girl and I was like Princess Fiona and my oh. dad was Shrek and my brother was like Lord Farquaad. <laughs> I just think it's honestly like a cinematic masterpiece. Like one yeah. of the greatest, even the musical is really good. Yeah. Do, do you think there's like an alternate universe where everyone is a Shrek character? <gasps> that would be crazy but if you really think about it everything is like there's probably a universe where we're all zombies yeah
1: so i've heard about this alternate reality where it's about the choices you didn't make
0: Ooh, yeah, yeah. so let's
1: say right now like i hate like that. i just had a like i just just because i have a dark mind i just had a, a, a thought where i was like what if i just like get a gun and boom shoot you right i don't have a gun so i can't do that so okay don't my alternate ever reality, get one. in their alternate reality because that was in my head mm-hmm. that happened <gasps> so it's just shit like that it's like the decisions you didn't make so it's like oh have you ever seen someone like oh what if i just punch that person well now that decision was sent to the alternate reality where that person actually did it mm-hmm. Dang. and so now so now i think about I like i wonder if there's like an alternate reality where my person's just successful as fuck because you know how like there's <gasps> and decisions and you can tap into that yeah there's like so you're just afraid to take or but yeah. like, so you ever think about that, like if there's a decision you're ever afraid to take and you know it's for the better, just know like your alternate reality did it and now they're living their best life.
2: Yeah. And you can always, I can always, you can always switch to that timeline. I've yeah. heard. Like if you tap into like that energy, you can.
0: That makes me feel better because I feel like lately I've been obsessing over the fact that I'm not going to live all the lives I want to live. Mm. Like I'm, like I'm, I think it's just because I'm getting married. Like I'll, I'll be thinking like, I should have moved to New York. Or uh, not, not like I'm regretting my decision. It's just more of like, what if I would have just like gave up everything and gone to move to another country or just done like, what if I would have been a surf girl or what if I really would have pursued like something in music Uh or whatever? And I'm just like, damn it. Like, why didn't I do that? Why didn't I do this? And I feel like I keep obsessing over the lives that I'm never going to live so it's like nice it finds like a little comfort in knowing that someone else out there is doing it for me
2: yeah and you know what like i saw this tiktok last night this guy saying that he liked to go to like psychic readings where they read like your palm and things like that Mm -hmm. and he would just always make fun of them because it was always like the same generic bullshit that he'd get like you know he never actually felt like they knew his life or anything Mm and he said he was telling his friend then his friend was like oh go to this psychic in Oregon so he was like you know what fuck it like he made the trip he went to go see the girl the lady and the lady was like okay well I'm not a psychic I'm actually a medium and she was like, and I, in order to, like, start the session, I need to hold on to something that you carry on you all the time, like, wallet, keys, like, anything like that. And he gave her his keys, and she was, like, holding on to it and, like, feeling into the energy of the keys. And that she was, like, starting to tell him, like, generic shit. So in his head, was like, oh, like, here we go again. Yeah. You're, like, generic bullshit. And then she said that she paused, and she was like, oh, like, you had a twin. And he was like, oh, shit, like, I do have a twin, you know? Like, that's crazy. No one has ever, like, actually told me anything personal about me that they knew. And she was like, mm, he died when he was three months old. And he was like, Oh shit, yeah, like my twin did die when he was yeah. three months old. And she started laughing and then he was like, Oh, what the fuck? Like, let's fuck that like, you just told me something sad about no, my you're life. Laughing. You're fucking laughing. And he said, Um, your twin um was actually hes actually your best friend. He was like, You have actually lived many lives together in the past and he was like, And your twin actually had already reached like Everything that you needed to learn here on earth, like he had already learned all his lessons except you, you needed one more, but Mm. you refused to come back to earth without him. You didn't want to do it. But your, your friend knew that in order for both of you to move up together, you had to come back to earth one more time to learn that last final lesson that you needed to learn. So he tricked you. He said that he tricked you. He said, okay, fine. You know, we'll go back as siblings, as twins, we'll be together, you know, and, and you can learn your lesson and then we'll move up together and he said that no like he tricked him. he just knew he needed to come back and he wouldn't have came back without him so he came back but he agreed that he was going to die like 3 months in just what the you know fuck? Just so he could yeah. get his friend here and that just made me think like yo like how many other freaking lives have we yeah. lived dude like and it should give you some comfort it's like yeah this lifetime this is going to be your story you know you're going to and i'm sure you and alex are going to have so much fun mm-hmm. together you know cuz alex is a super dope guy so i'm like dude but you know your next lifetime you're probably gonna be in new york or
0: an actress that also makes me panic though you know (laughs) yeah because i'm like oh my god like what (laughs) else is there yeah Yeah. but then
1: like it sucks that we can't remember
0: i know yeah so
1: like we don't know how what life this is because i know there's like there's a it's a term it's like a baby soul and there's like an old soul and a baby soul is like like it's your new life new life the first time ever and then the old soul is just like you've had other other experiences yeah but, like, it sucks we don't know those. Other, we can't remember those Maybe other things. Maybe we
2: could tap in. Maybe we just aren't aware because we've been so conditioned to be, like, a certain way. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there's so many secrets, like, that the government, like, people are hiding from us. Like, I feel like we're very powerful beings and oh, we're yeah. just, we're not aware of it, you know? Um, I feel like there might be a way somehow, some way to tap into, like being able to see like those past lives yeah. like even if you go would you guys ever be down to go to a medium like that like that like he went to a medium nah. and she told them about hey, every about- time
0: <laughs> i've tried to go to a psychic, no, no no medium some- and sidekicks are different no i know but like even just like anything like that something happens that stops me from going
1: interesting
0: do you think it's like the whole taboo? Because in my family, it's taboo to do that. Like, no, it's against God. Well, it is taboo, but it wasn't that. It was, okay, the first time I was 13, I remember. Oh, shit. And I was, I'm not even joking. Every time I'm at the door, and then something stops me from going in. I swear to God. So, like, the first time I was 13, I was with my cousin. I had just gotten a facial, and he was like, hey, there's a psychic next door. We should go. And I was like, okay. I, like, have the fucking, my hand on the, the door. door, and my mom calls me. She's like, hey, like, you need to come home. Your dog died. <gasps> Oh, and that, that was my first dog to like that I ever really loved to Aww. die. When I was 13. I remember I didn't get another dog until I graduated high school, like mm-hmm. my personal dog. And so I was like, what the fuck? And then the same cousin, we went, this was like a complete, like years later, we went to a completely different one. And again, we were at the door. We we're about to open it. And like easily like six ambulances just, few, few, few. and I was like, maybe I should not. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, no, if you nothing, felt that type of yeah, voice, like it for was just more like, yeah, don't go in, I don't know why,
2: just don't go in. Dude, and honestly, listen to that voice. Yeah. Listen to it because it's for a reason. You know, what if she tells you, bitch, you're going to die? Yeah. I don't know. But yeah. I, oh, I I do? I'm like, oh, fuck. Why did I come in why here? Come in it in been right? a surprise.
0: That's
1: yeah. <laughs> why yeah. so I'm paranoid about that. I mean, I, I wish I never saw the movie. If I never saw the movie Drag Me to Hell, then I probably would have done some sidekick shit. <gasps> But in the movie Drag Me to Hell, they go to a psychic mm-hmm. and they find out they're like gonna they're getting possessed or some ghost shit is going on. And after that, I'm like, fuck no, I'm never going to do that ever again. I mean, I'm never going to do that. Yeah. That's why I've never gone to a psychic yeah. and all that stuff. But I do believe in all that stuff.
2: I do. believe like, it
1: Recently, too. my mom went to one and she said that there's a girl in my life trying to cause harm, <gasps> trying to cause betrayal. So I was like, what the fuck? So if you out there, just know I'm fucking. <laughs> got the hand the devil works hard but
0: women work harder oh my god
1: that's scary yeah she told me like last month and i was like god damn but honestly like
0: do you feel like anything weird has been happening yeah yeah
1: i feel like i mean i i don't know to be honest i'm pretty like spiritually strong and shit Mm -hmm. so i don't think like any of that can affect me
3: okay
1: uh but what it did do to me is made me paranoid mm. and it makes me think about it. Yeah. But if
3: it's it, me. <laughs> I'm it, doing it.
1: It's you. It's like I was getting that vibe. My my, my bracelet it was like <laughs> it's it like, it going towards you. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, oh so my god that just made me paranoid but i don't i don't really fear any of that stuff
2: that's good you know it's funny that the, the whole like little it's a evil eye protection thingy Is it's not an evil eye i don't think that one's but evil the eye.
1: person gave it to my mom and told me to give it to me
2: so oh. you know how people carry like the evil eyes you know to for protection
1: yeah,
2: yeah. um uh, i learned recently that those actually do carry like whatever negative energy they do like absorb it and protect mm-hmm. it and once it's full like it breaks off or you lose it and I didn't know that and I was like oh like that's really interesting and Mm -hmm. there have been I've seen a lot of TikToks of women actually saying like oh yeah I've actually lost mine like several times already because like you know it probably broke off or Mm -hmm. whatever it did what it had to do and um some guy tattooed the evil eye saw that. on himself oh that's and bad yeah well, it's because carrying, now you're gonna absorb you're, it. you're absorbing it like you're and you can't remove well you can but you know i don't know if he's oh, gonna want to but that's what the guy was like saying spreading awareness like do your research because these things actually carry meaning like mm-hmm. we believe in them. like they're real to us in our cultures and yeah. people are just getting them as for an aesthetic and it's like yo now you're freaking over here absorbing <laughs> other like, beta energy, yeah. energy. Yeah. and it's like damn like that's crazy no it's true
0: like even my mom when i give her a massage like i she i well she makes me she makes me (laughs) shake my hands off she'll be like she's because she'll usually like have a headache or it's when she's stressed out or whatever and like i'll be giving her a massage and she'll be like no se te olvides like literally to get off her all her energy because you're absorbing all that energy i truly truly truly
2: believe you do absorb people's energies around you have you ever had your birth chart read to you no or like I've had like my birth chart and it the chart like it tells you like there's different centers, like sh- the chakras, like, you mm-hmm. know, they're the birth chart names them differently. They mm-hmm. don't necessarily call them like um like the seven chakras, but they have like the same like kinda just like the heart chakra, like your throat and that birth chart tells you if it's open or if it's not and if it if the center is open and it all depends on your birthday and things like that if it's open that means you can absorb like energy through those if it's closed that means like it's like you're closed like you're protected or you like give off like energy in those but it's i was like reading it as it it made sense you know at least for me like in my personal is i think it said that my um throat one was open and dude i always have throat pain all the time because I'm was yeah you never should I'm <laughs> <been laughs> always talking to, and I, when I read that, I was like oh shit it makes sense because I feel like it makes sense that I would be observing energy mm-hmm. or, or ex- like Letting energy out. I don't know. I have to read it again. Don't quote me. I'm sorry if I'm butchering this. <laughs> don't fact this. check. Right? do you know, go through your own research. <laughs> if this something interesting? we, you? we ain't teachers. Yeah, we just opening. Yeah, the door. we ain't teachers. But you know, I'm gonna I'm I'm do my research and I'm gonna bring the topic back up. But I was actually like, oh shit, it would make sense. Like, why my throat is always hurting? You know, I'm just like
3: damn.
0: No, it's it's interesting too because I know a lot of people can like. I know there's doctors that can literally tell you what's wrong with you just by looking at your eye. Oh what? Or there's doctors that like can see like everything just from your feet. Yeah. And I'm like, damn, like, I'm pretty sure it's just a manifestation of energy that they specialize in or something. Because how the mm-hmm. fuck would they even know anything? Yeah. And it's usually someone that's, like, having to do with, like, some mediums. mediums. Yeah, like, my medium. nutritionist is a medium. <gasps> oh. But Ooh. I don't ask him shit because... scary. Yeah, it's scary. <laughs>
2: yeah, I don't want to know my One future. One time my mom in Mexicali, she said she was hanging out with, like, some dìas, And then that thea brought a friend... And she was having like a, she was smoking a cigar and then my mom was like, Oh, can I can have a drag and she was like, No mija, like if you if you smoke my cigar I'm gonna be able to like read your energy and your life and tell you things about your life and what I the don't think fuck? you like, she was like, I don't think you want that unless you do want that, we can we can do it. Yeah. I was like, no, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but isn't it crazy that people have these gifts like just by yeah. you know smoking yeah. out of the same cigar she can read like about your life? That's
1: and
2: so like scary.
0: That. Yeah. yeah, it's like dude, that's crazy. It's scary because we don't know shit. <laughs> that's, <laughs> We're why,
1: just like, that's why I 100 percent think our world, our life is magical and it's not black and white. Oh, our no. is like, oh it's this because this, we have to go to work and this. I think like there's no. I think like before there was like this whole Government shit and this whole everything like we're in the matrix yeah i feel like we were we were in tune with like everything oh
2: for sure and dude. it sucks
1: that we lost it yeah we could get it back yeah though. i feel like yeah i feel like we we're stepping everybody. forward to that but i don't think we'll ever get it back how we used to have it
0: well not with that mentality buddy <laughs> i don't i don't think so because it was i it was literally before i'm all white people I'm just <laughs> no yeah because i think it was in a time where people were connected to the earth to and the nature. earth was important yeah, yeah. yeah. and i think and now, now because care. of like technology technology, technology. Cap, like capitalism just like yeah. the industrialization yeah. Yeah. it's just impossible like even just like all the warehouse, like if I wanted to fucking find peace, I have to drive like an hour to Joshua Tree yeah. to be yes. fully in nature. You know, like there's we don't have parks and but we don't you know have lakes. What
2: they say though, I feel like when we think about change, everyone likes to think of change as like a grand scale. Like if you want to make change, it has to be big. You have to do mm-hmm. something huge to touch like everybody. But yeah. what energy? What I've been reading is it really just starts within you. Like mm-hmm. if you want to see some kind of change, everybody shouldn't even focus on the outside. Just. Focus on working on yourself, yeah. what kind of energy you bring out to the people around you. You know, make sure it's good, make sure it's yeah. carrying it's love. And that has a big effect that around the people. And then it'll just ripple, you know. like Since you're bringing that good energy to the people around you, it's going to rub off on them. And then they're going to spread it. And it's just kind of like a ripple effect, you know yeah. what I mean? That's
0: true, because it's easy to be like, oh, well, how am I supposed to change yeah. when I look at all these people, how they're yeah. doing this and this. Yeah. And that. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> so
2: it's like, I like the idea. Yeah. But you know what, talking about ideas... I was telling Steph the other day that I had a dream. This is so fucked. I didn't even tell you this part. I was in Disneyland, right? And you know when you're going <laughs> in Dis- to, you're walking down Disney, like it's like this road where it's like train truck? Yeah, train yeah. trucks. The train trucks. Like Main Street. And, little, and it's like trolls. a bunch of little stores, right? Yeah. Like You know, and it looks like all vintage and yeah. shit. I had a dream that I was like upstairs in one of the little stores looking down outside at like the people. And the vibe, the color was like old vintage. Like it looked like gray Grainy. green colors like mm. you know like the whole sepia style. Yeah, yeah like, yeah very like like weird kind of vibe right and people were walking and people were dressed like back then you know oh. like it went people i didn't wasn't wearing this outfit or nothing and next thing you know, i was pregnant and it was like a hidden like little like hospital like up there like, it in, was, like disneyland? A in disneyland like, it was like a secret right like nobody knew that it was there and all my nurses were african-american and they were wearing like um gowns and like uh, and I was freaking out because I was about to give birth Mm -hmm. and I was like running around and I was like okay I'm feeling contractions like I'm about to give birth like I'm I'm freaking out and then like they checked me like okay yeah you're right like lay down like we're about to start pushing like all this stuff and for my previous birth I was told that I couldn't give a vaginal birth anymore that I had to do c-section from now on because I'm at risk for like some things
0: that pussy's too tight (laughs) yes
2: I was like telling my nurse in my dream I can't give vaginal birth. Like I was told that if I give a vaginal birth again, I'm gonna be at risk for not being able to control when I poop or pee, and I don't want that to happen. So I cannot. I had. I need to have a C-section. Dude, when I tell you that my midwife looked at me like, "What the fuck are you talking about? Like
3: uh, that? So you, the- you
2: don't have any other kids? Like this is your first? Like that's the kind of vibe I got from her. Yeah. Look, like, like this is your first child. Like, what? Are you, what the heck are you talking about? And then I woke up and I told Stefan, I was like, dude, what if I, in my dream, like tapped into like another like l- life that I'm living or like past life or whatever? And I, my consciousness was in that body. So I was th- mm. like thinking now, like my life, like, oh, I can't give birth again, like through vaginal birth, blah, blah, blah. but in that timeline, like, I, don't have kids like that wasn't a thing and my ner- like my midwife looked at me like
0: what the fuck are you like are you delusional right now yeah. like are you okay but like- you know what's crazy is that maybe like that person tapped into your subconscious yeah. so the nurse was probably like damn this bitch is delirious as yeah, well
2: like she's in pain because yeah hugo asked me like, he was like did you look at your body like where you- did you look in a mirror was it actually even your body mm-hmm. and i was like oh shit you're right i didn't look and he was and he told me like dude you didn't even look at your hands he was like have you ever looked at your body in your dream I'm like dude no and i just realized i have never actually looked at myself in a I mirror or my, my not, not even my hands or like to say oh like this is actually my body mm-hmm. so i'm gonna try to be more self-aware of that next time in my dreams to kind of like have like a practice you know, like in the matrix they have like a cue you know where it's like <laughs> that they they know so they can know that they're like dreaming or they're whatever like i'm I'm gonna start i want to have that i want to have like a little cue that i'm like okay like this is a dream that's
1: crazy i never thought about like what if we jump into other people's Uh, conscious yeah
0: I I I read cuz I know there's a lot of different things like um opinions about having a mirror in your room yeah. but I read well I didn't read I'm lying I'm just straight oh, up TikTok. lying right now <laughs> no my, somebody told me I think it was my mom's medium which she's not my, he's not my mom's medium he's just a nutritionist who happens to be a medium yeah. but I guess that when we like you know how like insidious. Like, the little boy, like, can leave his body yeah. and, like, roam the spirit world. I guess everyone does that. Uh-huh. But some people are conscious of it. That's, like, what lucid dreaming is. Yeah. But yeah. some people are conscious. And so. projecting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you sleep, I guess you need a mirror because when your spirit's coming up and it sees itself, it's like, okay, I need to go back. Like, I need yeah. to go back to my own body. So you need a mirror in your room so your soul can see yourself, like, your body, and then go back to it. Because if not, it can get lost, I guess. Like the little boy. I don't know how true that is because I know some people are like, oh, you're not supposed to have a mirror in your room because of it's a portal or some shit yeah. like that. Dude, that's
2: actually, did I tell you guys? That's actually one of my like fears. I cannot, I have a mirror in my room, mm-hmm. but I can't have it facing me. Like, like, if I'm laying in my bed and I could see my body in the mirror, I have to turn it around because I had have, I have like a full body mirror that mm-hmm. I would literally, before I go to bed, I would turn it around because mm-hmm. if it was facing me, I just had this eerie feeling that. That person in the mirror wasn't me anymore. Like it was somebody else looking at me now, and it would I would always get that feeling. Always, so I just developed like a phobia. where It's like that mirror is facing me. I'ma turn it around. Like it's not gonna watch me yeah. sleep. Like it's See, just weird.
1: With me, that's the thing. I'm very like prideful. So like if I have a mirror in my room, I'll be like I do this a lot with closets. Like I don't I I don't care if like my closet is open. Or, like, even with the mirror, like, I don't care if a mirror's looking at me. Because then I feel like if I turn it around or if I close the closet, whatever that ghost or demon is, he's going, oh, he's afraid of me. So, now I'm again. So, I kind of just leave it so, like, they know I'm not afraid. (laughs)
0: Like,
1: I know bitch. Yeah, I know bitch. You guys
0: don't watch Marvel, huh? Nah. Marvel? Yeah, like, Marvel movies and shows. I do. Did you watch the new one, Moon Knight? No. Okay, whatever. Anyways, this shit... I didn't know that he, like, I know Marvel, like, I love Marvel. I'm a huge fan, but I don't read comics, Obviously, mm-hmm. you know? It's because I don't even know where the fuck I would get them. Yeah. But anyway, so apparently this is, like, the most dark Marvel character or whatever. I didn't know this. I'm like faded like faded out of my mind and my little brother's like wanna watch Moon Knight and I was yeah. like sure cause that's one of my fears too that I'm gonna look in the mirror and I'm gonna look away and my reflection's and so gonna then? continue looking yeah. at me tell me why that's literally this whole fucking episode <gasps>
3: oh,
0: and shit. I'm like high as fuck it's like midnight I actually genuinely think my house in Mexico is haunted oh, and my little brother is showing me this dude that has like multiple personalities disorder and like his his reflection talks to him but like in darkness and so I'm literally watching and I'm like what the fuck like how the fuck am i supposed to walk to my room now and go to sleep like i was fuck. paranoid have you guys ever seen the movie mirrors
1: uh no. yeah it was like it's, uh, super, yeah. old. it's, old. Yeah, it's super old yeah it's super old but has, it's like litter- some roman they talk about some romans like they made the mirror something like that is it that one no, no?
0: Okay, no I'm wrong. One, one. i don't even oh you know the little boy from disney that died he had a seizure
1: no. oh yeah yeah Cam- uh, cameron yeah
0: yeah he was in it oh. he's like a little boy in it like he's oh. super young and uh-huh. he's in it but it's literally about how deep how this girl was like demonized or like possessed i don't why I said demonized possessed yeah. and they put her in front of a mirror and so all her demons went into the mirrors so this happened in a and then later they turned that location into a mall uh-huh. and every security guard that worked there would quit because weird shit would start happening and i guess literally like the demons like all they had to do was look at you and like oh my god this scene is so horrible this is the one that traumatized me the girl's like looking at herself in the mirror and like she walks away and then her like reflection, reflection just goes face. like that and she like gets in the tub oh my god I'm getting like her just thinking about it tell me why she rips open her head so but in the mirror and the reflection but whatever the reflection does happens to you um. So that's what I'm always scared of. That I'm like gonna like look away, and my reflection is just gonna be like,
2: "Hey." And that is one of the reasons why I feel like I've been held back from going to see like a psychic or a medium, because I'm afraid that, because you know, my grandma's always been like, "No, don't do that. Like that's like God's against that. You're opening portals to demons or things like that into your life." So I, because I feel like I grew up watching so many scary movies. Because I just didn't want to be that cousin that was, like, bitching out from watching the scary movie. Or, like, you know, I didn't want to be on the date bitching out from watching that scary movie. But I hate scary movies. I don't really like watching them. But I always have. And I just feel like I just got so many fears now that I'm, like... I can't go to a medium. I can't go to a psychic. Oh, yeah, so I'm gonna sure. open something. I'm gonna get like
0: possessed. Like I, I just have like this fear, and I'm like, damn. But but do you think it's like Mexicans, like kind of putting that and in that us? Fear? Because when I used like I've always loved watching TV, and mm-hmm. my grandma used to be like, oh, pues, si lo ves en la noche se te va a aparecer el chamuco. Oh yeah, and, and I'm like, the fuck.
1: That. I have a scared. You know how like they say like, oh, don't do this because they're to say yeah, yeah, yeah. My cousin, she, uh, she, it was back in the MySpace days. <laughs> she would always be on MySpace like till like three a.m. and shit. And then like they told her it's like don't like then she she told me this story recently too and she was like uh, their mom was like stop doing that because I said el, el tiempo del diablo te va mm-hmm. salir and all that so she said that one night she was sleeping and that her keyboard like her so she's sleeping here and her keyboard's over there mm-hmm. that you just hear a bunch of clicking like it's <sighs> typing and then like she oh, got yeah. like so scared like she woke like. She was up like the, the side of her, like she w- stood, like she sat up on her bed, and the keyboard is still going, <gasps> and then she like booked it out of there. What like, the fuck? What that is saying? so
0: scary. I don't, I don't what know. he type? <laughs> he was updating her page, <laughs> her bio. He was <laughs> updating <laughs> his five. own personal page. Yeah. Oh my god! Like, ever
1: since then, I was like, I'm a, I'm not doing shit after <laughs> fucking two a.m.
0: Yeah, cause but that's what I mean. Like, do you think we would have been scared of it had they not told us yeah, anything? Right?
1: They do brujerianos.
0: Dude, you know what's crazy? Um, I saw this
2: TikTok that said that uh, Joshua Tree is one of the most like places that has like a uh, carries like a very strong energy. Like when you're mm. out there, you're very you're, it's very possible that you'll see things and you know whether it be like ghosts, aliens, etc. It's like it's just a very I forgot the way you described it, but it's just a very energetic place you yeah. know mm-hmm. so a lot of things are attracted to it Dude, mm-hmm. and i remember one time we went to joshua tree and what what's that time that people consider like the devil's time it's like three, three. something like
1: a three like 306 or maybe something yeah like, like there.
2: Some, there was yeah there's this one time where it's like people think of it as and we stayed out there in Airbnb two nights dude tell me why those two nights i woke up at the exact same That's three Athens. like three something and i would wake up and i'd look at the time both nights and i was like what the fuck,
0: bitch! Weird. Like I'm in Joshua Tree. Hell like no. somebody trying to tell me something. I'm scared. Oh, <laughs> no. I want to no. go home. Hell no! It's three. If I wake up at three, and oh, no, I look at the time, I'm like, okay,
1: okay, okay. You know, and that then it's, it's
0: like three or two, and I'm like, oh, I made it.
1: There was like a good couple weeks where every night I was waking up like at three something. it's <gasps> that Brujeria they're doing on every you? Every night, it was weird. <gasps> oh my god. Yeah, I didn't think much of it because you know I'm just like. Uh, yeah, okay. I just go back to sleep But whatever. it was weird Yeah. Do you guys think Like whatever Like watching movies Like scary movies Opens portals Into your house
2: I think I think it I think everything Gives off energy So I feel like That's why they say It's important When you listen to And what you watch Because if you ever have you ever really thought about it like when you're watching a movie you actually submerge yourself like you feel strong emotions like you watching 500 days of summer mm-hmm. you were getting in so yeah. intensely triggered by it yeah. that your body can't, differ- like, can't make the difference between like oh like this is just a movie or and I'm mm-hmm. actually experiencing okay. this so in your brain you're actually fucking experiencing that that's why you're so fucking triggered yeah. and it's like dude I feel like movies do the same thing whether it's something negative or positive if you feel
0: like a strong emotion like, like you're, you're feeling- Living yeah, it like you it's giving racing. you something you know that, i believe that that's my favorite thing about movies though yeah. like that's 100 percent, like the reason i ever even started watching yeah. like even as a little girl it's like novelas or yeah. movies i yeah. just thought it was so amazing how yeah. like whatever was happening in my life i could just sit here and watch this movie and i'm gonna completely forget about it and 100 percent focus all my attention on yeah. that yeah. yeah even just like with because I, re- I tried reading it and i had to put it down like i was legitimately scared as fuck yeah it's really scary and i only read like a hundred pages out of like a thousand sheesh so mm-hmm. i i think so i think it does open portals but i feel like i told vanessa last night i think i like i'm trying to be really positive now yeah. because i feel like for a long time i've been just like something bad happens to me and i'm like here we go again like of course nice. uh, of course this happened yeah, yeah. and i'm like oh like i'm tired of feeling sorry for myself so tired, i feel like
2: tired of feeling like you're anticipating something yeah like happened.
0: something bad yeah. and i feel like even even like watching movies like i'd be watching something scary and i'm like did I just see a ghost? Uh Like, I literally be like, I just saw something. And I'm like, oh, that's it. Like, now I'm going to get possessed. And (laughs) I was just, and now I'm like, nah, that wasn't a ghost. Like, I'm just watching TV. Like, I'm trying to be really positive and I feel like, obviously like, light like that kind of overpowers oh, sure. the darkness yeah. that you know your mind like I, I'm trying to do that whole where you're like no like mind my like I'm positive I'm positive until I'm yeah. 100% believing yeah. it yeah. and I feel like that kind of takes away I think that's why like even if people are doing brujeria like no one's really gonna get you because you're just so like light you carry such yeah yeah, yeah like you carry just such genuineness that it's yeah. hard to yeah kind of kind knock of that down it. is when yeah. you're so secure in it yeah. Yeah. and at the end of the day whoever's doing brujeria like they, that's just gonna go back it's to that. Yeah, whatever you put out there, that shit comes to you Two
1: worse. Fold. Yeah, literally.
0: So. I never <laughs> seen one bruja looking cute or doing good <laughs> in life. Like, come on, baby, what are you doing here? It's just
1: miserable, yeah, literally. It's just miserable. So
0: you're fucking people over, can't even enjoy anything because you're like, oh, now I gotta go
1: you fuck
0: know, this up. <laughs> Tell what? me what <laughs> that's
1: what I'm saying. And I was like, fuck it out of here. <laughs> They're here. Like, oh my shit god, starts rattling. no, you know, one time we did like a we did an episode, uh, we started talking about like scary stories and shit, mm-hmm. and like our equipment started fucking up
3: <gasps>
1: yeah it was weird i remember our audio cut <gasps> camera died it was weird
3: oh hell
2: but God. but we're
1: all protected here because nothing's fucking up no so. period mm-hmm.
2: now but, no go for it. Look, i was gonna change the subject but go ahead. oh no, no change the subject change the
0: subject i'll just say on a lighter note y'all yeah. <laughs> Steph found her puppy. Yes. yes. I had lost my dog. I was very very sad. I wasn't that sad actually. My boyfriend was sad and I had never seen him attached to a dog. Yeah. So I felt it strongly because you she's jealous. No, I didn't <laughs> No I did not. She's like, I'm glad it's fucking <laughs> done. No, but like I love my dogs because I've had them for a long time, obviously. And she was newer, but because I haven't been here, like I kept having to leave. Mm-hmm. He was the one who would like spend oh, time really with her and he, she would sleep in our room, like uh-huh. with him and stuff. So when when we put her we put her outside not thinking she fits through the gate and apparently she does and so when i realized that she was gone like i just saw like tears like he didn't actually cry but i saw tears in his eyes and i was like no yeah i'm like don't worry i'm gonna fucking find this bitch (laughs) she was at my next door neighbor's house i printed 150 fucking posters
1: oh shit
0: it was only 40 dollars but still and I literally, like, I spent all day yesterday, like, putting up the posters and stuff. And this morning, my neighbor called. But she didn't know, like... That it was your That it was my dog, mm-hmm. yeah. But she was super nice. I think I'm gonna buy her some sh- chocolate-covered strawberries oh, or
2: something, something. nice. Yeah, because yeah. I do not want to
0: give her money. That's awkward. Yeah. Because yeah. I know she didn't mean it in a harm way. Like, she, yeah. she just saw it and picked her up. Yeah. So I'm thinking, like, something sweet like that. Yeah. yeah. That'd be nice. Yeah, that's
1: scary. Losing your dog is the scariest fucking shit. Dude, I remember... Dude. I had a my first dog. He was a German Shepherd. Mm-hmm. He, uh, I guess, someone stole him. <gasps> and then, uh, but he was pretty. The dog was pretty smart. Yeah, where he ended up jumping because they put him in the back of the truck, mm-hmm. and he ended up jumping out, <gasps> oh, nice. and he was somewhere in Upland. What? And so they caught them. They caught us, and they found, and we got him. We gave him a reward, but they didn't want the reward. Mm. We still gave it to him. They
0: stole him. dude. Yeah. I've my dogs always. Well, not always, but my Saint Bernard ran away, and I found him in the most crazy place too. Like I live. Yeah. And, I mean, I live in Pomona. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. But, um, yeah, so I he I don't know how he got out. I think he jumped the gate, too. Because uh-huh. he was huge. He was the same Bernard. You yeah. know, he was ginormous, and my gate's not that tall. And same thing. Like, I literally ru- immediately printed a bunch of posters, and I put them all up. But I loved this dog like so much like Mm -hmm. i was gonna find this dog no matter fucking what i was never gonna stop putting up his posters and someone called me and they're like hey we had your dog but i gave him away it's like (gasps) bitch why the fuck would you do that they're like oh it's because i didn't want him and like i had just found him so i just like gave him to my cousin i was like okay tell me why i found him in the slumps of san bernardino like slumps And I was like, what the fuck? And when I got there, the guy told me, he was like, well, it's a good thing you found him, like, right away, because I was going to microchip him, like, tomorrow. And like, I I didn't give him a reward because he didn't find him and he didn't give him back to me. Like, I went to go pick him up. But like, he wanted me to like convince, he wanted to convince me to let him keep him because I guess his son, like, because my dog was so not, he was just the best dog. And he like fell in love with him and he was like, oh, like maybe. And I was like, nothing, maybe nothing, bitch. Give him my dog. (laughs) And he even said, he was like, how do you know, how do I know he's your dog? But thankfully, when he was a puppy, another dog ripped (laughs) part of his tongue off. So he had this like cute little moon shaped. Like dent on his dent on his tongue, and I was like, "Oh, his a piece of his tongue is missing," and he was like, "Fuck." Yeah, <laughs> yeah but I just paid him for the difference too. Uh, like, yeah, I
1: would this go to
0: sounds- the ends of the earth for my dog. I lost my other dog in Mexico. My little Camila, Aww. the little Pomeranian. Yeah and I would die like the day this dog dies you guys are not gonna see me on this podcast for like three months like easy and I lost her in Mexico and dude I was fucking like I wasn't even trying to cry it was just tears coming out of my eyes and my mom like has a bunch of friends in Mexico she called a news station like we were gonna put her fucking like picture on TV like on the news we called a radio station I was dying and this one I think this lady did wanna keep her but we could my cousin could hear her barking Yeah. so she like like asked her like if she could see and that's how we got her back but she was lost for three whole hours and it was the worst actually she's been kidnapped too oh my god yeah these motherfuckers are always gone but this one that my neighbor stole i fucking know you and i'm if her daughter's watching it i know it was you guys
1: (laughs) you know what's the worst part about having a dog there's gonna gonna be a time where you have to come up with the decision to put them down
2: Mm. Uh, i think that's the worst that's the hardest part yeah for sure yeah. i hugo put his dog down recently mm-hmm. and i was there dude i i i've been around the dog a lot but obviously he's not my dog mm-hmm. and i'm not a big animal person so i thought like oh it's not gonna be that bad you know like, mm-hmm. it's just gonna be fine I'm, I'm just gonna be there for like emotion their emotional mm-hmm. support yeah. bitch i was crying <clears throat> yeah it's yeah. just terrible. i was crying like like bitch, it was like my baby dying i was literally crying i was like oh my god it's like so fucking sad i was watching a sad
1: tiktok it was a veterinarian talking about she said like when you put your dog down like you should be there because there's a lot of people they're like they they don't want to see it (sighs) so they leave but (sighs) at those last moments that's when the dog's like fighting and they want to see you so it's so sad that a lot of dogs it's like they die by themselves or they die like in like the little vet room yeah because those people they don't want to see yeah. their dog die, but did that's you put your important. dog down? Yeah.
0: Why did you put him down?
1: Uh, it was. Uh, you, I saw his uh, his health like deterioration, Aww. Yeah.
0: So <laughs> that's literally how I am with my dogs because they're getting older. Like my corgi is unbelievably obese, and I just can't for the life of me get him to lose weight. But I don't. I just feel like my dogs are everything. So. I, I, I get sad thinking of people that don't connect with animals. Yeah, I don't. Because it's, dude, it's such an intense feeling. Uh-huh. Like, I feel like people who don't connect with animals are like, oh, like, it's just a dog or whatever. I'm not like that. Like, I can
2: respect the no, but bond there's- that people have. But me personally, honestly, I was attached to a dog one time mm-hmm. in my life. And it got ran over and I was oh, devastated. And I feel like ever since then, I was like never getting attached to a pet again and i Mm -hmm. never have and i don't think i ever will i was really in love with that dog it was a malty pook his Mm. name was cachito grew up with him my whole life he was like my best friend Mm -hmm. literally slept with me Like did everything with him and then one time my mom had this guy that would come to our house to sell clothes and he pulled up to our driveway (gasps) and he literally dude his tripitas came out of (gasps) his butt like he died instantly and i was just yelling crying like i was a mess took him to the vet you know got his ashes and everything and i feel like that just scarred
0: me for life yeah. I was like, but that's I can't. that's that's reasonable because that's how i was like when my dog the one that i went to was like when she yeah. died i didn't have another dog for like like five years i yeah. think yeah because it sucks an and minute. honestly yeah. dude, just
2: having a, a, a dog is a huge responsibility yeah. it's like having another child oh, and sure. it's like i feel like also with me in my life right now like i have a kid and it's, i feel like that takes up like all my energy already mm. yeah. i'm like bro i cannot have another but then cat. also
1: the dog would like help with like the kid's energy maybe because then they'll just be like chasing my each my sister other.
2: just got a, a black cat uh-huh. he's so sweet she named him draco <laughs> draco <laughs> and dude him and ezra are like this like up and so cool, yeah huh? so i mean at least she got
1: do you think good. uh you think like animals have like spirits where they become <gasps> ghosts and shit
0: i hope so i right. think
1: because my mom told me this like last week she was like when you're here alone do you hear noises and i'm like no like what do you mean she's like whenever i'm here like in the living room i hear my dog's name was eddie like i hear him like walking oh, feet. Oh. like walking on the floor i was like i've never heard it but it's it pretty interesting that she said that
0: yeah imagine but, like he's just here hanging out with you chilling, would just, you freak um, out
1: right mm. uh no no, but then that. I don't know because it's like I see a lot of scary movies mm-hmm. and like a lot of demons use yeah. that for like, like to, to trick get, you to, and uh, open up.
2: you up. So I don't. Yes. I just I'll be
1: like, I just I'm just so scarred. I'll be like, like, oh, hey, I, hey yeah, I don't know <laughs> hey, if it's hey real or uh, tricks. I just like I you're
2: know. like Eddie. If it's you, tell me your secret right now. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs>
2: tell me something about me right now.
0: <laughs> tell, tell me
1: how many girls I had in my room right now. Tell me. <laughs>
0: Do you yeah. feel like you changed once your dog died? Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that was me too.
1: It's talking about bitches. Yeah. <laughs> no, talking about, about, about something
0: it. else. I know. Actually, yeah, I think this is.
1: Yeah, yeah it's a go one. Yeah. Oh,
2: I'm starving. Yeah. yeah. yeah
1: I'm <laughs> so,
0: oh, Thank you guys so much. We hope we continue to give you the yes. best of the best. Woo-hoo. We love you guys so yes. much, and we appreciate you always, always, always. Well, so. Always. We will see you guys again next week. Thank you guys so much for watching. If you made it all the way through. We love you guys.
2: Go ahead. Say goodbye. Bye, everybody. My (laughs) name is Vanessa Casares. You can find me uh, at bloomingvc.vic on TikTok and uh, Instagram and
0: bloomingvc on Twitter. And I'm Stephanie Ramirez. And you can find me at Steph Scott Milk on everything.
1: And my name is Saul Gomez. I got another little surprise announcement. Oh, yeah. So uh, you guys been asking for a meet and greet. Yeah. That is coming very very soon. It's coming in the in the month of May. So yes! next month there will be a meet and greet, and the day is set, but it's not confirmed. But it's gonna be at somewhere really cool. Uh, we wish to see you guys there. Just yes. just have have. Fuck I, I can't tell you guys. just May The first Either May 1st, Clear your
0: schedule The first clear your week of schedule May schedule
1: The first week Or the second week of May yeah. Because yes. we're gonna have Something sick And very excited For you guys to yes. do that.
0: Yes We're it's so good.
2: excited yeah. Yeah. I'm nervous I'm excited yeah. Nervous it's, like, very, it's
1: crazy It's nerve wracking And very you fun You guys are so. gonna
2: have
0: A lot of fun too
1: Yeah Leave yeah.
2: in the
0: comments What you guys think It's
1: gonna
2: yeah, be Yeah it's gonna be yeah. A really fun experience
0: For the both of us So I really yeah. hope mm-hmm. You guys can make it Yes yeah. we would love To connect with you guys And get to know you guys More on a personal level So and we're
1: not it's, it's not we got invited there so it's like a huge ass organization so yeah. it's gonna be very fun and, and yeah. it's gonna be fucking sick so i can't yeah. wait to see you guys there. yes
0: see you yeah. guys thank you so much
1: Peace love out you there, yo. guys
0: Peace. Okay. okay guys now it's time to shout out our bffls for lifers always and forever and we want to thank you guys like always for subscribing to this extra content that we put out for you guys we yes. love you and we appreciate you so 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 much Yes. and I know we've
2: been saying it a lot but we've been having a lot of changes with the show you guys already know what's one major change that happened but now and forward I promise you guys the content is gonna be way better and um, we just you know there's just things going on that you know we're stopping us but now we're gonna give it our all and we're gonna be bring way better content for you guys Always.
0: Yes. So thank you. So we're going to jump mm. right into it with Arturo Sol- Solorzano. Solorzano. Ooh. Always with I the like dope that. fucking last okay. name. Hey, Arturito. Hola. Fun fact Did you guys know that R2D2 from Star Wars in Mexico, they call him Arturito? Arturito?
3: Yeah. Because
0: no. R2D2, so they call him Arturito. Oh, <laughs> that's cool. Anna Cristina, what's up, baby girl? Oh, thank, thank you. you so much.
2: I appreciate you, girl.
0: Diana Hernandez. Hi, Colleen. Hey, girl. You look so cute in your pic. Yes. I love you. Thank you so much. I love that these are all selfies too.
2: Yes. Adriana.
0: Hey, um, Miss Girl. I don't know if you want to say your last name, but three thousand five. You know who you are. <laughs> Go. Oh,
2: Maria Felipe. Hey, boo. Ooh, hey, Miss Girl. Thank you so much.
0: Sandra Gonzalez, what's up, baby girl? Oh, you look
2: good, Miss Girl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's
0: zoom into that. Julian Ramirez. Hey. hey. He has Aaron's pick. That's, that's, that's the Aaron man. Valesca. I love that. I know. I love that we say it every time, too. Valeska. City Boys, what's up, boo? Hey. Alex, Alex Lopez, Lopez. Ooh. what's up? What's up? What's you up? You know, what? everyone
2: always says that Alex is such like a you know everyone has that name, but I actually really like Alex. I I've always really liked that name, and even
0: just the whole name like Alejandro, Alejandro. it's so pretty. Ooh, yes, I love I it. I like it. Mm-hmm. Jessica Para, I see you. Boo, are those hey. your children? Oh, are those are kids. How oh.
2: cute!
0: <laughs> cute. Miriam, oh look at how cute! Hey, oh, okay, Miss Girl. Hey, Boo. Dre, uh? Ooh, <laughs> love that. Hi, queen. Love you, Amy. You look
2: cute. Yeah, you do
0: look really Bro, cute. Bro, we're zooming
2: in. We're looking at all yeah. y'all up close and personal.
0: <laughs> Gabriela Mendoza. What's up, baby girl? Hey. How you doing? Idalis Tirado. Ooh, I love that. I really love that. I love all these names. Yes. Thank you guys so much. We appreciate you guys so, so, so much. And we love you. And now time to shout out our sugar mamas. How do I do this? Oh, yes. Oh, wait, no. That one out. Oh, sugar daddies, I mean. Hey. Oh, my God. Okay, let's go. So,
2: Carlos Colasso. Colasso. Oh, Colasso. <laughs>
0: I'm so sorry, but thank you so thank much. Thank you. Carlos. We yeah. appreciate it. Let us know what you want to see. Yeah. You know, Comment, you're on here. messages.
2: message us. Always. We're
0: here to deliver, baby. Mm-hmm. David Naranjo. I've never Ooh. heard of that last name. I have. Really? Yeah, I have. Naranjo. That's cool. Oh, my God.
2: Thank you, David. Thank you, Carlos. You guys are spoiling us. I know so
0: much. And always, our baby girl, Sonia Lopez, Lopez Reyes. Reyes, we love you, Ooh. Queen. Thank you so you much. You're a fucking real
2: one. I love you so much. The
0: OG, the OG Sugar Mama. The OG sugar. That's mm-hmm. your name from mm-hmm. now on. Thank you guys so much for subscribing uh, subscribing to our channel. Remember, Patreon is what is it? Exclusive an app where you it's an, an app where you get exclusive content and other cool stuff that we're going to drop very, 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 very soon. And
2: merch is already in the works. Yes. So, so um, I know our uh, Patreon subscribees are going to have a lot of exclusive access to yes. all that. So. I'm excited for y'all to see it. So if you guys
0: aren't subscribed, go do that shit Mm -hmm. now because I'm telling you, this upcoming few months, we have so much fun shit planned for you guys. So So
2: much. Like, literally so fucking
0: much. I'm so excited. So thank you guys and we will see you guys next week. Love you. Love you, besties.